ain't nothing to it but to do it, man. Let me cut off the music. We'll go over into. Oh, hold up. Boom. Welcome <laughs> to episode number Civil War Review, because ain't no number on this one. Nah, no number. We're going to give you something special today. Mm-hmm. Um, your boy Phony Toast to tell us what the most. Toss one, and I can't believe what I just saw. You can't believe what you just saw. I can't saw. believe it. What you, I mean, it's uh, hold I on, hold on. It. We're gonna we're gonna put this up. We're gonna change the background even <laughs> for y'all for a little bit. You know Uh-oh. what I'm saying? And there we boom, go. Boom. It is a Civil War review special. No spoilers. No spoilers. We're gonna yet. try to just give you an outline of the movie. Yes. Um, it's gonna be hard because it was just <sighs> that good. But I think at the same time, I I think it's gonna be hard to review this only because unlike. Um, the movie that everybody's comparing it to, Batman vs. Superman, you just gotta do it. I'm mm-hmm. sorry. Mm-hmm. Unlike that, I felt that this didn't have enough holes to discuss. Because when I left this movie, mm-hmm. I felt completed. Never have I seen a movie that I already had high expectations for, and then have that be surpassed. Yeah. <laughs> like, he surpassed yeah. my high expectations. Yeah. And, you know, I've been, unfortunately, going at it with, you know, DC heads all week. You know, they're, they're, the, the, the DC fanboys, the DC stands, they came out in droves this week. You know that gif of, of Kermit typing hella fast? That was all the DC stands this week. They were going ham. Yeah. I was getting attacked by people I never met. I'm like, who are you guys? Like, I don't understand. So these dudes, they're Googling people. <laughs> they're Googling Civil War. And see, I mean, not Googling, but they're searching Civil War in Twitter. Finding people who are who are liking it and just attacking them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like I'm like, you could disagree with me, bro. That's fine. But one dude was like, he called me a marble tard. Like he was going like ham on me. Yeah. I'm like, bro. Like man, let that hate go, bro. I, I know. I understand your pain. <laughs> Batman vs Superman was horrible, and Civil War was flames, and you're hurt. Let the hate go, bro. And I got on somebody in a DC group on Facebook. Why are you he was even like, there? Well, because I'm a fan of both universes. Oh, 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 oh. And I, and I broke, and I broke so this down. I broke this down to him very cleanly. And he was like, dude, you're just a Marvel. You're just a Marvel stand. Yada, yada, yada. I said, first of all, I collect both series. Mm-hmm. I love DC animation. Mm-hmm. I think DC animation shits over on Marvel animation right yeah, now. Yeah, I mean, down, they're, yeah, they're phenomenal. Hands but. Down. The key is, and this is the reason why I personally didn't like Batman vs Superman, is because I like the characters and I felt they deserved more. They did. You have Batman, billion dollar franchise. Mm-hmm. You have Superman. His last movie pulled in little over oh, half a million dollars. Half million it did dollars about Ant Man numbers. Yeah, it did about Ant Man numbers. Which uh, you know, hey, look, I I can say there was a lot of flaws in the movie. Superman don't kill people, but whatever, yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Let's let's back up. Automatically, you should be bringing one point five into the box office but yeah. enough people didn't like or recommend this movie that it fell down at around 860 million dollars yeah under a billion you didn't even bring batman's numbers into the fucking game it's not gonna make a billion. batman superman and one woman and now mm-hmm. they're even dc's reeling all over the place even ben Affleck come out and be like i'm disappointed yeah. by the reception this movie got yeah and to be honest they simply deserve Better. They deserve they better. are number one heroes. And when you yeah. look at the other end on Marvel, these, like I've said before, these are technically, these were their B-list. Mm-hmm. And 
Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman, they've been around for 60, 70, almost 80 fucking years. Agreed. They're proven characters. They're the A-list top three in the DC universe. Mm -hmm. And I'm not going to say in sales right now, but overall, Mm -hmm. that's who it is. Agreed. And I tell people, you know what? DC deserve all these jokes, and let me explain to you why. I broke it all down on Twitter, so follow me at task one tsk one and I broke it down, but I'm down to break it down to you again. Let me tell you guys something. Batman vs. Superman was supposed to come out 2015. True. The movie's been done for about two years. They've been sitting on it because they filmed it in 2014. It was completely done. With the filming part of it. Anyone who knows anything about Hollywood, the filming part is always done first. Yep. Because that's how our um, um, uh, actors are able to do so many movies in one year. Because they'll film a movie with with all that requires all this editing, all these reshoots, all extra this production. Extra yeah, the production, reshoots are reshoots, big. All yeah. these things. They shoot that, but then they'll shoot another movie that doesn't require that. So it seems like, wow, how are they cranking out all these movies at one time? Because one was done two years ago, and one was only one year ago. So that's how it works. So anyways, 2014, the movie's done. They're completely done with just the filming part. They said, yeah, we're going to drop this in 2015. And then Marvel said, yo, we're dropping Avengers 2 in in 2015. DC got kind of scared. They got kind of nervous. They're like, oh, man, I don't think we can compete with them. So what do we have next? And they said, oh, man, they got Captain America 3 coming out that year. All right, we're going to release it the same week. Was it like a week or the same week? Like the same? It was like close. Yeah. Like, it was close it was initially. Like, yeah. like, like, a, like a week apart. Yeah. And they did that on purpose. Like they did that because they were like, oh man, there's no way that Marvel is going to make a better Captain America movie than us. So they did that to just to compete with Marvel. Everyone thought Marvel was going to move the date. Like, oh shit, oh shit, oh no, we'll just move there in two weeks. Marvel said, we're not moving. <laughs> Marvel said we're not moving. DC got nervous now. DC's like, wait, they're not moving. So DC blinked. DC DC swerved the car in the game of chicken and said, well, alright, we're gonna move we're gonna move ours a few months ahead. <laughs> and so to get the early bucks. So the fact that Civil War came out and just completely crushed it was completely DC's fault. Yep. Now if Batman vs. Superman that came out last year, it wouldn't be getting as much comparisons. Yeah, it would. Well, it would, it would have got compared to, I think, to Age of Ultron, and mm-hmm. I think it would have stood better against the Age of Ultron. Not financially, mm-hmm. but I think it would have stood better on the fact that Age of Ultron did have some little flaws in here and there. Yeah. Even Joss Whedon has come forward and said, you know, I, there were some things that I probably shouldn't have done in that movie, and I think I got came, a little bit of pressure. Then he came back it. and said that he did a disservice. He was like, dude, I should have never, I should have never. Doubted this film. Yeah, like, but but I'll give it to him. He had the little bits of doubt. Some yeah, people were upset about little things like you know killing off Quicksilver too quickly. You know there was things that they did oh, in Avengers: Age of Ultron yeah. that you know I'm sure I'm sure he would have wanted not to happen. And don't get me wrong, mm-hmm. there were little bits of flaws here and there. They were, and you know I I would have seen Batman versus V Superman standing up better I to agree, that yeah. than it did to this to this movie because this movie. You know, as we get into as we get into it, it's it's gonna it's gonna hurt if you a real if you a DC stand. If you it like is. both universes, you're gonna be like, hey, look, this is another great movie. In my personal opinion, somebody who does like both sides of the universe and books and most media, mm-hmm. I think that this is the opportunity 
for DC to step their fucking game up. It's time. It's to go time back to the for board. you guys really to sit down, kick Zack Snyder fuck out. Look, pay that motherfucker out. And for every <laughs> dollar you lose, look, uh-huh. if you got a contract with him for like like five hundred million, pay that motherfucker. Take all the proceeds for Batman vs Superman mm-hmm. and just give it to him and say, look, we don't want to see you again. Well, they already got um, Ben Affleck stepping in. As being an executive, executive producer. producer right? yeah. A lot of people are like, oh, that's not good. I'm like, no, 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 that is good. Because the problem with Batman versus Superman, and if you think I'm lying, go look at all the interviews that Zack Snyder has done since the release of Batman versus Superman. All he has done is defend all his actions, which is horrible. Anybody who's in any type of entertainment industry would tell you, don't defend your work. That, that that casts doubt yep. and that makes people want to look into it. Don't defend it. Zack Snyder has done nothing but try to defend everything he's doing and everything he says just sounds ridiculous. And and you and I tell people the biggest problem with Batman versus Superman is that there needed to be somebody, somebody to go up to Zack Snyder and be like, no, don't do that. No, that's not the move. No, do something else. That's what needed to happen. And that's not what happened. So Zack Snyder's out here firing oh, off true. and doing all this shit. And, people, and you know there's someone in the back like, what the fuck is he doing? But no one had the balls to tell him, no. Shut up. Ben no. Affleck will tell him, no. <laughs> like, shut up, man. Like, no, stop. You need to shut up. Stop. All right. Stop. You say you read comic books, you're a fucking liar. He's a fucking liar. And yeah, he's a he, fucking liar. Yeah. And, and he he hurt that. I mean, I oh personally yeah. think, and that's where I, I was telling somebody the other day that I think really is Zack Snyder's fault, and this is something that they need to do like Marvel. And he was like, no, they don't need to do anything like Marvel. And I told him, hear me out. What DC needs to do that's very Marvelish is DC needs to have book experts mm-hmm. on set verifying the character's essence. Yes. This is who the character is because it really doesn't matter where you put characters. You can right. put characters, you can put the whole thing in a fucking snowstorm if you want. Right. As long as you have the essence of the fucking characters, mm-hmm. you will end up having a movie that people who read the books, who have heard of the characters, can relate to. And mm-hmm. I told him that you don't feel that with this recent movie where Marvel... It doesn't matter what situation they put them in. Like, Civil War, for example, was vastly different than the book overall. There were a lot of things that were taken from the book, but for the most part, what ended up happening in the book did not happen actually in the movie. There were semi-different resolutions, different reasoning, Mm -hmm. but they kept the essence of the characters. You got to know the characters over time, yes, which Marvel does have an advantage on. They... uh, Right, well, then that's absolutely right. DC needs a Kevin... What's his last name? Feige? 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 Huh? Kevin Feige? Oh, I forget his name. Yeah, I don't know. Kevin, the Kevin dude. The guy that's running Marvel Cinematics. That guy... Um, <coughs> DC needs that guy. See, Kevin Feige, even Feige or whatever, he knows the the, the, the comic universe. Feige, yeah. Feige? Okay, oh, oh you looked it up. All right, where? Google, yeah. man. Google got man. that Google. Beautiful things. Beautiful thing. Kevin Feige, he, he knows the characters. He knows what to do. And so, DC doesn't really have that. But, anyways, let's let's get into Civil War. Like, enough yeah, of that. We, enough we of do that. a lot of bad members. Enough of that, yes. Way too much time on that. All right, so, let's start, let's start with, obviously, um, just the overarching plot. Mm-hmm. If you are a fan of the comic books, you'll find a lot of the... Points that were made in the comic books, for example, in the comic books, what ends up happening is you have um, an event 
mm-hmm. that triggers a superhero registration act from the government. Right. Basically, the government wants to take and regulate any superhero slash vigilante activity. Mm-hmm. Now, a lot of people do have this confused. I've corrected quite a few people on this. They believe that it was only people with powers. It's not actually people with powers. No. It's anybody who acts pretty much like a vigilante. Like a vigilante. So if you were Batman, Nickname. just because you got a bunch of money, you don't uh-huh. actually have powers, and uh-huh. you're going out dressing up at night and trying to solve crimes, mm-hmm. you would have to report, or you'd have to sign up with this institute. In the books, Captain America and Iron Man, they go at odds, because Captain America doesn't feel like people should expose themselves to the government, mm-hmm. who, of course, we all know the government <laughs> loses information is hacked all the time. Right. So if you're a person who out there who has family, mm-hmm. who has friends, mm-hmm. if your information gets leaked at any point, of course, they can come back and hurt you. Right. So you're essentially giving up your freedoms. And then you have the concept of, well, now the government knows who you are and can call you at any point in time mm-hmm. or essentially force you to act on their behalf. Exactly. And that one thing that I, I, I saw a lot of people comment on they said that they were extremely shocked that Captain America... These are for the people who obviously never read the Civil War book, uh, or even Captain America books in general. Um, you, they were shocked that Captain America was against the government. Because people think... They hear, the word, they hear Captain America, they think, oh, he's a government, he's a, he's a, he's a, he's a you know, uh, all-American good boy police <laughs> officer. Captain America stands for the idea of America. So if America itself does something that he feels is out of the ideal of America, then he's going to be against it. Case in point with the Civil War. Now, one of the things that this movie did really, 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 really well was that it really made you... And and this is something that I'm going to say right here, first and foremost, is that something that did even better than the books... Damn. ...was you really understand both sides. I think that's where the book failed, was that Iron Man was kind of going a little too hard. Right. Like, agree. bruh, bruh, what the fuck are you doing? Like, to the point where, and this has always been my biggest gripe about the Civil War book, the, to the point that Iron Man was being out of character. Like, in the book, he, like, hired villains to work for him. Like, when would Tony Stark do some shit like that? That's when I'm like, okay, Tony, you straight wilding me. Like, so you're not saying necessarily then the premise. You're saying the reaction. Yeah, well, Tony yeah. Stark's reaction. Well, more, well, because, like Paltier said, she felt the premise was stronger in the books uh-huh. than it was in the movie okay. as opposed to his reason for opposing Cap. No, I mean, what, what the thing is, and, and this is what my further point was going to be, was that in the books? Well, I'm without going into what's going on, and you know, there's pretty much an accident. Well, you can explain the books. Well, you can explain the books. Can we explain I mean, the books? You can explain okay, the books, the but books, it's just not because it's different in the. We'll say it's well, yeah. different in the movie. Yeah. Well, in the books, it was the new warriors who fucked up and ended up killing a bunch of people. Well, to be honest, here, okay. well, let me explain okay. the situation. Okay. I was, I, I'll give it to this one. Okay. Essentially, the New Warriors were uh-huh. a young superhero team. Mm-hmm. The young superhero team had made a bid for a reality TV show where they would go around and basically <laughs> What's arrest. What's this voice? What? I'm giving you like the explanation in detail, I mean, man. The voice got to sound. I mean, voice got to sound sexy with it, I man. Yes, but <laughs> right, I mean. No. Go ahead, but yeah, when the smoke clears, that's, yeah. So, they basically had a reality TV show, Mm -hmm. and this reality TV show was live. Mm -hmm. Well, with the reality TV show, they were going around and busting, like, B and Z-list villains. Well, they happened to come across a 
group of villains that had an A-lister named Nitro mm -hmm. on their side. Mm -hmm. And what ended up happening is, as they were trying to apprehend Nitro, mm -hmm. Nitro's power set is to be able to explode himself and reconstitute himself. Mm -hmm. Well, they were in a neighborhood because they arrested them at the house and they were right out front of a school. Well, Nitro, you know, not wanting to be busted, pulled out his powerful force and blew up this small little town. Mm -hmm. Killed most of the new warriors and killed all these people and it was on live TV. Mm -hmm. The fallout of it resulted in, well, all these people wear masks. Mm -hmm. Even though they're on reality television, we can't identify who any of them are. So it came into play of, what do we do as the government? Mm -hmm. to find somebody responsible. Because we all know the government has to point a finger. Right. It's never about, you know, hey, this is, let's help. It's about who can we blame for this incident? Mm -hmm. And in this situation, you realize they realize that, well, everybody's wearing a mask. Mm -hmm. They have a reality TV show. They're able to generate money. They're able to chase down supposed supervillains right. without police involvement or anything. Well, yeah. But they're all wearing masks, mm -hmm. and we don't even know who to blame for this incident. Right. So that triggers, of course... The Superhero Registration Act in the books. And that's how Iron Man jumped in and it he became like the head guy of it. Like he was just like all about it. Which is not against his character. He would join something like that. But my point is what made the movie better was it wasn't no reality show done by no random superheroes. It was the Avengers themselves. It was the Starks. Issues. Well, mostly, yeah. Well, okay. Well, then he was, was kind of at fault well, then, for the okay. whole. Well, yeah, exactly. So why would he not be against it? Yeah. Now you understand why he went so hard, dude. Because yes. the book. Oh, go ahead. dude. There was a scene in it. There's a scene towards the beginning of the movie that so reiterates your point. And exactly. I don't want to tell the exact scene, but exactly. if you go watch the movie, he is absolutely right. There is Tony Stark has a definitive. Like, for real, like, and that's always been people's biggest complaints about all the Avengers movies. Well, they keep saying, well, it's mostly Tony's fault. Well, Tony created Ultron, and they completely talk about that in this movie. Nigga, this was your fault. Like, and so that's what I'm saying. You agree with Tony Stark or not, in this movie, they did a way better job in, in making you feel like, okay, Tony, I understand why you were 100% for this. Because... You did fuck up, and then something else did happen that helped prove the point that yes, this needs to happen. It's like, and I say this, and I'm just gonna say this, I don't care. If you don't at least kind of sort of see his side, you're being stubborn as fuck. <laughs> like, I understand, you could be Cap all the way. I'm still yeah. Team Cap, I'm pretty sure he is too. I'm still Team Cap. But if you don't, even though I'm sitting on the Iron Man side, because you know, <laughs> that's just the way the picture works. That's how it works. That's how it works. That's, that's nobody even noticed that. But um, but if you at least don't kind of see his side, you're just being hard-headed as fuck. Like, bottom line, people died. <laughs> They didn't show it, yeah. but people died during yeah. this shit. A you bunch of the, people. You think the government's not gonna step in? Fuck out of here. Government's hey. gonna hold up. Dude, but I had to give this one, and I told my fiance about this. And she thought it, it, it was so true, so funny. Mm -hmm. There's a scene that I've been griping on in Batman vs Superman where people blow up, right? And mm -hmm. Superman just stands there, Ugh. all mopey and shit. Ugh. There's a scene in Civil War where people die, and the very first thing Captain America does, what's that? Is calls emergency and yes. rushes to the scene. Yes, like he's standing there, he sees it. Most of them probably dead. 
but he runs anyway. And that's the kind of hero that Superman is supposed to be in his book. Exactly. And that's why a lot of people felt that that Superman was awkward when, you know, I have DC fans like, well, everybody was dead and he knew it. It's like, dude, smoke and concussive force came out most of that building. The fire? He didn't put out the fire. He didn't check to see if anyone was okay. He didn't check to see if a heartbeat. There could have been someone still alive there. And showing that, I think, was, you know, key. I think that it was very important to show that and that pays testament to his character. I mean, you'd imagine even Iron Man doing the same thing. You don't feel like either of them would, you know, sell the other short for no reason or do anything like that. And they never give you that hint where in the other movie that we compare it to constantly, Mm -hmm. you felt that distance between the heroes, humanity, and potentially each other, Uh which is not prevalent in the comics. I blame, you know who I blame? I blame Pa Kent. Because Pa Kent was the one that told him maybe oh. he shouldn't have saved him. Say so you got something to go see, man. Oh, you do. Do I? Yeah. Oh shit! <laughs> ah, I don't even. Good know looking out, is. people. Good looking out. Ah, uh, thank you. Ah, uh, I don't even know what that is. That's crazy. Um, but, uh, good looking out. Um, but um, <clears throat> damn, it threw me off. Uh, pa Kent. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's Pa Kent's fault because Pa Kent is was the one that told him. You know, he, he, he put that doubt into Superman when he saved those kids. Instead of saying, you did a good job, Clark. He said, I don't know if you should have saved those kids. So now Superman's like, I don't know if I should do anything. Well, and his mom tells him the same shit, too. That's his mom's like, saying. you don't know nobody's shit. Don't even worry about it. Do as you please, motherfucker. You want to go around capping motherfuckers? Go around snapping necks and capping motherfuckers like that man, Batman. <laughs> like, I love how in the, how it should have ended they did this week. When they talk about the scene where Batman's like talking shit to Superman when they first meet. And Superman's like, yeah, I just saw you like kill a bunch of guys. And like you caused a lot of damage. So I might need to take you in. Like, but in the movie Captain America, like, yeah, you, you, don't, you can say Team Cap. You can say your Team Iron Man. Difference is, is that they're still all heroes. Yeah. And they still, th- this movie did something that I don't think any movie could have done. There's, what, like 12 move people in this movie? 12 yeah. superheroes oh, in this movie? Not only just 12 superheroes, two black superheroes. No, hold three. On. Three black superheroes, uh-huh. three female yes. heroes, and yes. then, uh, what's it called? Two um, split between sides. Yes, exactly. That was, was like, what the fuck? And it was well done, but not only that, and trust me when I tell you this, and if you've seen the movie, you know I'm right. Every character. Got their moment. Every single one of them. You can choose. You can throw, pull a name out the hat of the character, and you can name a scene in that movie. You were like, "Yo, that scene with that character was fucking dope." Yeah, yeah, yeah. That scene with this character was fucking dope. And one of the things, you know, people were saying, you know, like how each character on each side, and without going to spoilers, you understand why each character is on each side. Yeah, it's, let's let's get into a little bit of the characters. Yes, since, since we brought it up. Okay. Now I want I want to start with the surprise character, the one who was last announced. Okay. Uh, let's go with Spider Man. Now I want to preface it by saying when I, I went to go see this with my fiance, like I said earlier in the mm-hmm. podcast, mm-hmm. my fiance hates Spider Man, and wow. mainly because she watched the Spider Man cartoon as a kid and loved it, and then she saw Sony Spider Man, and, and it always it felt her. she always felt it was like oh she didn't get it. Okay. She saw this Spider-Man and the first comment when the movie was done before all the Black Panther praise mm-hmm. was, wow, 
I like that Spider-Man. That was like, Spider-Man. That was Spider. Like I get it now. Yeah, I see why people would like Spider-Man. Yes, and his character was so well done in this film. Uh huh. It is just it's on. It's ridiculous, and I've said it on the Twitter on my Twitter page a million times. I'll say it on the podcast. They did more with Spider-Man in half an hour than all five movies combined. Yes, they, absolutely. And, and trust me, I know you're thinking when you hear that, that doesn't make any sense. Watch the movie. You're going to leave that movie theater thinking, I want more. Yeah. You will leave that movie theater feeling cheated. Like, dude, I wanted more of that. Yep. Like, I want more of that. And I can't honestly tell you that not a single Spider-Man movie I've seen really made me feel that way. Like, no. it really made me feel like, God damn, I want, I, no. I want more of that. Like, God damn it, why was he in the movie more? Like, every time I left the movie, I was just like, yeah, that was cool. Yeah, that was good. Yeah, that was good. <laughs> this time, I'm like, nigga, where the fuck is the movie? I gotta wait till next year? Yeah. And, and, you know, it, it, this goes to my point where I said one of the biggest things I think Marvel dropped the ball when they did Secret Wars, they should have made Spider-Man young. Because that's what makes Spider-Man great is that he is the kid. They they can't because they, we have two Spider-Men now. We well, have young Spider-Man. They can make, I mean, younger. Like, right now, he's like, like Peter Parker. Dude. Yeah, Peter well, Parker. No, I'm, see, you messed up because okay. remember he's Peter Stark now. Oh God! They're taking a different direction for him. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. But they're taking a different direction like because we have the young. Otherwise, it would have felt awkward. They would have felt at odds if he would have felt younger because Miles Morales is going to be coming out, and I think mm-hmm. that we're going to see him move from this high school to a college phase. Like we're going to get that whole transition with him because much I'm of the time, the ultimate. He yeah. was in, you know, he was in his uh, comic face. So I'm all for that. But we're going to have that Miles Morales. And by I, having, you know, the younger one, I think, in the films, mm-hmm. you have the opportunity to, you know, kind of flesh him out. Well, that, well that's the whole point. The Marvel even said that. We wanted to do a younger Spider-Man because, A, we wanted him to actually look and feel young. Which has always been my biggest complaints about the past two Spider-Man. Tobey Maguire was great, great, but Tobey Maguire looked like a fucking thirty-year-old. <laughs> Secondly, I think he was like thirty years old. That's what I'm saying. Like, he looked like a fuck. He looked it. He looked like he was in his thirties. Yeah, he was like, like holy shit. In high school, like this doesn't look like the grassy nigga. Like he's like some grown-ass niggas. Like you know what I'm saying? My problem with Andrew Garfield was he was too, and and this is gonna make me sound um, unflexible, but he was too handsome. Like. He looked like a model. He looked like an actor. And that's not Peter Parker. If you know anything about the character Peter Parker, he's a plain looking motherfucker. One of my favorite moments in comic book history is when Bolter beats the shit out of fucking Peter Parker, lifts him up into the air, and says, I get to finally find out who you are. He takes his mask off, and he's like, who the fuck are you? <laughs> like, you you plain ass looking. You ain't even no one special. Yeah. That's the whole concept of Spider-Man. He lives in a piece of shit apartment with his arm and a small, he's a regular guy. Like, he doesn't have looks. He doesn't yeah. have that. And that's why I like Tom Holland. Like, I'm like, this is believable. I can believe this. Yeah. Yeah, I can see this. Yeah, because when you look at this Spider-Man compared to somebody like Tony Stark, you mm-hmm. get it. And they do a great job of trying to explain this out in the movie. Mm-hmm. And they they give that to you. They show you who Spider-Man really is. Right. And it's so, it's so true to the book Spider-Man that it's not even funny. It's, it reminded me of Ultimate Spider-Man, which further pushes my point that this is just the Ultimate Universe. 
But please is my point. This is the ultimate universe. <laughs> oh, yeah. When Spider-Man is still in high school, a lot of people are complaining about that. Uh, shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah. All of you. Cause Especially because mm-hmm. it's like, I mean, they if you watch the movie, they explain, like they really do, I think, write in really well yes. as to the effects of him being in, in high school. Agreed. And a big... Middle finger to DCU again. And DC, I hate shitting on you, but I'm hoping you're writing notes on all this. No, 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 no. I want them. I love Batman. I love Green Lantern, even though they make Green Lantern a joke. Oh, God. Green Hill? Oh, Deadpool, you mean. Shut up. (laughs) Red Lantern, Rage Ring. We're we're not. Look, I'm mad about Green Lantern. (laughs) I'm mad about it. Why the fuck? Is Green Lantern not in the next Justice League movie? What are you talking about? Stop doing my boy wrong. Or my girl. I don't know what the hell you guys are doing. Yeah. Why the hell? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me derail for a little bit. Let me derail. Why oh. the fuck does the new Muslim Green Lantern have a gun? Oh, that's Why? That's Why? If Batman can shoot people, <laughs> so can Green Lantern. Because even though he can make a pistol... Ain't and nothing like carrying a bullet, a, a green and, bullet. But you know what's funny? If he ever runs out of energy, and if he ever runs out of energy and then recharge, he can just pull strap. It's like, what the fuck? It's Green Lantern fighting, man. He can just bust the cabinet. <laughs> He's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to punish the enemy. It just looks silly. It looks silly. And this guy's in his green suit with all these powers, and he's holding a gun. Stop it. Stop it. Oh, what if he puts his lantern inside the gun? Oh, stop it. And he can use the gun to recharge. He starts cocking it and shooting at people with the gun. I, I hope there's an explanation. That's all I'm yeah. saying. I'm uh, ex- I don't know. Make That's it work for me. Because right now I'm like I'm not feeling it. Anyways, back to this movie. Um, <coughs> excuse me. Another thing that people were complaining about well, about Spider Man. Okay, it was Spider Man. Yeah, we still on the Spidey. We still on Spidey. My bad. We'll, 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 we'll get off off of this. Was that you know they they cast Marissa Tomei as his aunt. Okay. Um, people were saying that, oh man, his his aunt needs to be older. Nigga, let me let me tell you something. Even Stan Lee has said himself he doesn't really understand why he made her hella old. Wait, like he doesn't he even he just said Aunt May sounded better than Grandma May. Like that's pretty much all it was. Like no one has grandma. I mean, grandma age aunts nowadays. Yeah. Look at these. Go to these high schools. Go to these junior highs and look at these kids' aunts and tell me they look like Aunt May. Fuck out of here. Yeah, Mr. Like, Tomei is fifty, and if the kid is 15, 16, that makes sense. That makes total sense. And you know, one of the things that I think kind of ties into that is if you go into the Ultimate Universe, like you said, where it's from, mm-hmm. she is supposed to be a lot younger. Yes, exactly. She is a lot younger, and then you also have to take into account that. Most people remember Aunt May from Spider-Man being already an adult, yeah. which puts him into his 20s and 30s, Right. where Melissa told me, add another 15 years on it when she's in her 60s and tell me she ain't going to have no gray hair. <laughs> All right? I'm sure she's she dying most of this shit right now. She's probably yeah. dying her hair right now. So, you girl. know, I mean, no, you're wrong. Hot aunt is hot aunt. I mean, you got, you know, people like Tony Stark in the movie. Right? Tony Stark's fucking old. And Tony shoots his shot. Yeah. <laughs> he, sh- he shoots his yeah. shot, which makes sense because I mean it's cool because you, you know Robert Downey and Marissa Tomei have done movies before, so they have chemistry. So like it was just a cool thing to see. But um, enough of Spidey. Let's get let's to go, um. Let's go to the hold on, hold on. Before oh. we do this next part, I would like to call the police. I need Damn. to call the police. A black man just stole the whole movie. Oh shit! A yeah. black man just stole. I, we need to call the police. 
a black man. Let me tell you something. No. Tears flowing down my eyes. Remember when I said earlier that the, the, the Russos did something impossible? They gave... And I didn't get to my last point. They didn't give us Spider-Man's origin. You know yeah. why? Do you know why? Because it would have been a waste of fucking time. Because we already know it. We already <laughs> know it. You know how this works. So, wait a minute. Hold up. We didn't just stop and do every single character's origin story no. in the beginning of the movie no. and waste like a good 25% of the movie no. doing that. Like, hey, let's backtrack for no reason. You know, I'm surprised if this was DC, they would have done Cap's origin again. Ah. <laughs> ah, that one hurts. But no, like, no, like, why? You know, Spider. And then they interviewed the Russos and they said the same thing. They were like, no, you know, Spider Man's totally origin. You don't need it. Just keep it moving. And it was great. No one felt cheated out of anything. We already know what his origin is. Just keep it moving. There was nobody in that theater like, hey, how'd that guy get powers? Nobody says that. Why you is he why? a spider? What do the you, fuck? Do you want me to tell you why? Because we already know it. <laughs> we already know it. There's no point. There's no point. Keep it moving. So anyways, so not only did they introduce one character, they introduced two characters. Black Panther literally steals every scene he's in. Yeah. You they, care about his character. Shit, dude. You care... I, I almost want to say that he did too good of a job. He set his expectations for his own film, which has already been announced prior to this movie coming they out. They would announce the director, the writers. He set those expectations so high. I mean, from the voice, mm-hmm. his voice was perfect. And I was scared. I was scared about his accent. Yeah. I was scared. But I'm like, this nigga's from Africa. He needs to sound like he's from Africa. Yeah, and he did. Yes. He sounded perfectly like he was from Africa, not not offensively, not awkwardly. Um, his demeanor was, mm-hmm. I mean, his demeanor was that of a prince ready to be king. And, like, I like and how people, like, treated him like royalty. Mm-hmm. So when he would take his mask off, people would be like, oh, your highness, your highness, like... He is he he demands royalty, and you're gonna give it to him. I've never seen a character more. Real. I'm not gonna tell you why he's in the movie, even though if you read any type of thing on it, you should already know by now. But I'm not gonna yeah. do it in this this spoiler free review. Um, you understand why he's with Tony? You get it. And if you think about it, he's not really with Tony. <laughs> he, he has his own agenda. He has his totally own. He agenda. has his own agenda. It just so happens that. To accomplish that agenda would be easier to just join Tony. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but he really doesn't really give he's a shit. He's on the side that's going to benefit his agenda the exactly. most. Exactly. He's and relentless. And let me tell you something. Every time he shows up to fight, there's that badass little whistle playing. Do you know how badass you have to be? Your theme music is some whistles. Yeah. <laughs> like, a, like a flute. Like a, like a flute playing. Mm-hmm. Like, it's a like jungle flute. Nigga, like, every time he would jump in, he'd be like... I'm like, oh shit, you know I'm badass. I've never seen a nigga that badass with a flute since the Green Ranger. Nigga, this nigga out here beating niggas' asses with a flute in the blackout. You know how oh, badass God. you gotta be to do that? It, I mean, dude, that his action scenes and one thing that I love okay. about his character mm-hmm. was not just not just the way they represented him, but mm-hmm. the way they represented Wakanda. Yes, as a nation, there's yes. a scene in it. Where you get to see him with his royal escort, yes. if you will. Oh, uh-huh. the Dora? They have one of the Dora... What's the, the Dora Milaje? I was looking it up right, as you were speaking. Yeah. 
It's the um, Dora. I'm looking. It's like the Dora Milaje or some mm-hmm. Mirage. I don't know, but these the Dora are, Milaje. The Dora Milaje. These are Explain the female are. Yeah. warriors of Wakanda. Yes. These are basically like if you were to take somebody like uh, Wonder Woman mm-hmm. and take away her. No, better yet, these are the highest ranking Amazons below Wonder Woman. Yeah. if you were in the DC universe, and they're trained from birth. Yes. They're trained from birth to defend, to help uh, uh, the king of Wakanda. Yes. So what's great about the Dora Milaje is that they could probably beat Black Panther's ass. Yes. <laughs> that's what they're trained to do. They're trained because that's one of the great things about Wakanda is that they are an island nation. So they're not American. So they have their own ways. They have their own values. If you know anything mm-hmm. about the Black Panther in the books... The, the 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 council, you know, every every old school place has like the council of old men, the elders yeah. who really run shit. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, Britain's got parliament, you know, shit like that. They need to keep the Panther in line. To them, they need to keep the Panther in line, mm-hmm. and they don't like that the Panthers on the Avengers because Wakanda don't like to fuck with with the America with with the world. They're like, we don't fuck with you guys. Yeah. We over here. Wakanda was forced, right? in the books to fuck with the world and that is because over time a uh, man named Ulysses Claw mm-hmm. had found out um, this is in the books not in the movie mm-hmm. um, had found out that they had vibranium and yeah when, for those who don't know Ulysses yeah. Claw was a dude in Avengers Age of Ultron yes he was the dude who got his arm ripped off that little small scene everything it's coming together. All, like, all, everything. Pay attention to everything. All coming together. I didn't mean to interrupt you, but I just wanted to point oh, that out. Oh, no problem. No, no problem. I mean, you feed into the story. <laughs> feed into the story. But they were forced into the limelight because they had remained, and they're not a secret nation by any means. The neighboring African nations know very well of Wakanda. Oh, they're, they're they have a reputation in the mm-hmm. book as the unconquerable nation. Yes. And it's very interesting when they did the um, not the current Black Panther run, but when they did the older Marvel Knights run, yes. they touched on the fact that well, Wakanda is one of those nations that seems like a fairy tale mm-hmm. in the sense that we know of them. Mm-hmm. We've known of them for a long time. Mm-hmm. We know that they have this mysterious technology. We've sent people there and they don't come back. Yes. They sent teams in. Yes. They don't come back. We sent Captain America, and he came back and said, don't show up again. Like, yo. Because like, we they can't make it. them in his ass and sent them back. I'm praying, Coogler, if you're somehow watching this, I'm going to need a scene in the beginning of the Black Panther movie to go back to the early 1900s where Captain America is in World War II, and he goes to Wakanda. I don't think they're going to do that. And here's I hope so. I think what Hopefully. they'll probably end up doing mm-hmm. is they'll probably send, like, the Winter Soldier. Because Cap would remember it. Because we don't have any mind-wiping of Cap. This is true. Cap, in the books, remembers going to Wakanda. He knows T'Chaka. Okay. You know what I mean? They had that relationship. Because remember in one of the first books where they meet again, Mm -hmm. he says, you know, he calls T'Challa T'Chaka. And T'Challa's like, why are you saying my father's name? Yeah, I remember that You know, because that didn't, you know, the the way he perished in the books was Mm -hmm. different than, you know, anything else. Definitely. they have that relationship. So I think it'll be something where they sent the Winter Soldier on a rogue mission. That'll be nice, you too. Know, Either and way they, they show do him it. drive them back there. Because right. you, when you see, you know, the comparison, Winter Soldier is pretty much like cap level. Yeah. You know I what like I mean? That. 
And Winter Soldier kicks ass too. I mean, I, I want to get that out there just real quick. Just Winter Soldier, everybody kicks ass. But um, back to Panther. What makes Panther great is that you know what he's doing when he eventually ends up joining the Avengers is against Wakanda's nature. Like Wakanda's like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, no, 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 you're not supposed to do that. Like, and yeah. so the Dora Milaje, they're there to keep him in check. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they're there. They're, they're disguised as protection, but they're really the eyes and ears of the elders. Yes. They're, they're there to make sure, and they can fuck somebody up. Dude, think think, yeah. think about the president rolling around with two Lady Shivas. Yeah. <laughs> oh. And he will, ready to fuck you up at any and time. This and this is one of the things I loved about it. And, uh, even my fiance called this one out. Okay. They had a beautiful, black, but Bad-ass-looking woman. And I looked her up. In that role. She's actually an African lady, which goes back to my point I've been saying for years. Why do they keep casting American black women to play? African women have a distinct look. They do. A presence. They have a presence. They have a way they speak. There's a way about them. That's like trying to cast someone from Mexico to play someone from Spain. They're different, but the same. You get what I'm saying? It's like... And so this woman, matter of fact, I got it right here. Her name is uh, Florence Kasumba. Um, and I Googled her. She is actually from Africa. This is what I'm saying. This is what I'm praying we're getting for the movies. Yeah. I'm praying we get some actual Africans into this movie. Like, and, and seeing her in that movie, mate. And this is a cool scene. I don't want to get into it. Spoiler free. But yeah. if you're a fan of Black Panther and you know about the Dormilogy, you know what they can do. And it's awesome. Yeah. And you feel it. In the movie, and that's one of the things I think that we benefit from by seeing an actual African actress in there is you have that demeanor. Mm-hmm. It's represented, and when that scene happens, you're gonna take a step back and be like, "Damn!" And for all those who be like, "Oh, you need more black superheroes, more black representation books," you gonna stop for a second and just give a small clap to something. Marvel for doing that. Ever since that movie dropped, I haven't heard one person complain yet. Yeah, every episode that movie dropped. Like that was almost enough for me. <laughs> like, that was like, all right, cool. <laughs> I work. That's all we wanted. That's all we wanted. But we're still getting more. I mean, we still yeah. got Storm dropping. Yeah. We still got Deadshot and, and Killer Croc. We're gonna cover all the brothers in this movie. No, we have. Matter of fact, you know, and all right, everything about Black Panther from the suit to the presence everything. to the representation of Wakanda was just off the chain. Yeah. And him alone is worth watching the movie. But there's more. There's more. And I want to move to a character that generally comes off as a weak character to me. I think he's always needed a strong writer to make him seem interesting. Speak on He's it. got some recent upgrades in the book. He's, okay. he's holding one of the many mantles right now of Captain America in the books. And that's my boy Falcon. Now... Falcon used to be Clarence, who had both parents. <laughs> the Clarence parents had a real good marriage. Exactly. Uh, that's a little eight-mile reference for the actor. But I loved what they did with this character in this movie. Because they found a way to make Mr. Birdsuit... See the movie, you'll get the reference. Um, they found a way to make him seem much more badass than I think he's ever seen before. Yes. And they were able to utilize... His technical power set almost is with as much versatility as they do Iron Man. Right. And it felt good. I'm glad you said that because once again, you're going to hear me say this a bunch of times. This is the ultimate universe. That's mm-hmm. ultimate Falcon. Yes. Yes. Instead of Hands having down. a bird, <laughs> he has a drone that does hella shit. 
Yeah. Which he designed. And that was Ultimate Falcon. Ultimate Falcon was like a light, he was like a military Iron Man. Even more, not like a war machine, but just he was 100% military. Um, he was designing weapons. He's kind of he was kind of like Tony Stark. He was designing weapons yes. for them, but he got discharged, so he uses the weapons himself yeah, because he was and he was part of a specialized outfit. Right. So he was a paratrooper. Right. So being able to drop into certain landing zones and everything of that nature was what explains his design of the flight suit. Right. You know what I mean? To be able to drop into a landing zone or even walk in and then get an aerial view into a landing zone was very important to, you know, their operations. So they like you're saying, he designs his things around that, which in my personal opinion is fucking awesome. It does and it makes him more interesting than that nigga with wings. So it's like, yeah, and he's a fighter too. Like he knows how to fight, and he's trained, and he's trained with Captain America, yeah. and he's used his training with Captain America and combined it with his weapons to become his own thing. And there's little things in the movie that I love that he, you know, he could take his wings off and make them a shield. Yeah. So he's blocking people's bullets. He um he's he put he around. attaches weapons to his he's wings. He's attaching weapons to he's it. He's separated from you know his bird thing, which mm-hmm. like you're saying. You feel it's really interesting because you feel like it is a bird. Yeah. At the same time, the way he treats it, the way he interacts with it, uh-huh. you almost feel like it's attached to him. Which, for those who don't know, his bird was it Red Wing? Red right? Wing, yeah. His bird Red Wing, which is an actual falcon in the books, mm-hmm. he has a telepathic link with. Yes. Which is weird as fuck because he has no <laughs> telepathic link with anything else except <laughs> in random storylines where then he just gets it with all birds and then other times he doesn't, which it, is fucking it's weird. weird. It's like very <laughs> Aquaman-ish in the books. He is, he's like, like the sky Aquaman. I can talk to all the fish. Oh, Unless no. it's definitely oh, no. Yeah. No. This Aquaman doesn't say that books, bro. Right. When you say that I pieced that again, I was like, ah. <laughs> 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 you know, and I mean, he doesn't even have Aquaman's durability or like anything. Or anything God damn it. it. He's like, ah. <laughs> Avian man. That's what he'd be called, man. He'd I be Avian man. With my sparrow. But. <laughs> Damn it. Birdman's already taken, you know. Harvey Birdman already got that. This is true. He's speaking bird too. So. Hey, but actually, after this movie, I gotta put some respect on his name. You gonna put a respect on a lot of niggas' names? You gotta put respect on his name, especially but. my dude Ant Man. Oh God, Jesus Christ! Let me tell you something. Yes. If, if if Black Panther was the best thing in this movie, and Spider Man was the second, to me, Ant Man was the third. Dude, Ant-Man surprised the shit Ant-Man out of me. surprised everybody, not just the people in the actual film, yes. but the theater. There are things that Ant-Man does that literally people stood up and clapped. Yeah. Like, wow. Because yeah. when you first see him, you're like, what the fuck is he going to do? He holds it down. He does. He, he holds does. it down. And credit to the actor Paul Rudd because he's a funny dude. And I think one of the things that a lot of people from DC side give them shit for is, well, it's all kitty universe and it's all sad and everything. They have a degree of humor in these fights. Because you got to imagine, if you're a fucking super being and you're getting fights like this, you have to have a degree of humor over the crazy shit that you're fucking doing. Right. I mean, in, it's insane. And you can almost see where a character, like a Deadpool character, 
you, it's so insane that you almost are a little bit crazy for being involved in it. Right. You know what I mean? And I think that Paul Rudd does a very good job of bringing kind of that little lightheartedness right. into that serious situation. And you Because and there's like, other characters who don't, ain't playing. Like, mm-hmm. Pac Panther, it ain't joking the fuck around. Yeah, right? Panther ain't no so motherfucking serious in this movie. But it was, Panther's so serious that it was good to have Ant-Man to kind of balance it. Yeah. And you know you understand why Ant-Man's on the team. This guy's a criminal. He's a bad guy. He's known to be a criminal. He's technically running from the law. So he's thinking, I roll with Cap, I'll be good. Like yeah. look, you see, you kind of see like why he's rolling with Cap. Like because yeah. at first you're like, why would Ant-Man be on Cap's side? But then you think, well, you know, he's a bad. He's considered a a, a, a crook. So he's trying to be good. Like he's trying to be on the good side. And then he finds out, oh shit, we're still bad. <laughs> <laughs> They were still bad. Like, oh, wait, we were the bad guys. Oh, yeah. there, was a, there was a pre-movie clip where they kind of break it down. Yeah. So if you haven't seen the movie yet, you can Google it. And they kind of, you know, you're like, damn, bro, you can't, you can't catch a break, Mister Former Criminal. And but, like, and like, and I like what you said. You know, the initiative is like the kiddie universe. But then, what's wrong with that? I mean, there was nothing but kids there, and kids equal money. Disney ain't stupid. Disney knows that people will spend money on anything for the kids. I went to free comic book day the other day. There's this kid there wearing a Deadpool hat, a Deadpool shirt, about to tear the eye. He was just there trying to read all the Deadpool stuff, and the mom is just racking it up. All right, let me get all ten of those those trades. Like this is what Disney has understood. They're like, this is what for kids. So we're gonna make yeah. this movie for kids and for adults, so you both yeah. can enjoy it. And Spider Man. I think Spider-Man captured the essence of every how everyone was feeling. Like the whole time, Spider-Man was like, "Oh shit, dude! Like, wow, this is awesome! Like, that's pretty much what we're saying in our head, and he's yeah. saying it out loud. Yeah. And it's just an awesome scene to see him do that. But Ant-Man, dude, just I'm not gonna mention what happened. Yeah, there was it's, a scene, it's hard. It's hard not to. Too. It's I know. But there was a scene to. where he. Well, I was like, whoa. Whoa! And pretty much everybody was like, "Whoa!" And it was Ant Man of all people. And what's great is that they do play off the fact that people like he's Ant Man. Like the whole time, Tony Stark is like, "Who the fuck is this guy?" Yeah. <laughs> like that's the whole concept. I said this on Facebook. I mean, on Twitter. I said one of the biggest problems. I hate to do this again, but fuck it. Um, one of my biggest problems I have with DC is that they're trying to make you have respect. For all their characters, even right. some that are kind of silly, like I honestly think that if DC would have played off the fact that Aquaman's kind of silly and people kind of like don't understand what he can do, mm-hmm. if they played off of that, that would have make him a better character. That make him like him. That make him different than the other members of the team. And I said this on Twitter. I said, imagine if they made Ant Man as serious as Winter Soldier. <laughs> like, imagine if they made that movie just as serious. That's what I'm saying. Marvel understands this guy's silly as fuck. Same thing with Hawkeye. Poor Hawkeye can't get no respect. Like, yeah. like Black Panther didn't even know who he was. He's like, who the fuck is this? Yeah. <laughs> fuck, he's this motherfucker with a bow and arrow. And, and like, Hawkeye had to introduce himself. Like, what do you think about it? Like, bro, like, all right, this motherfucker can shrink. This motherfucker's got, you know, this motherfucker's got his fucking shield. He's Captain America, for Christ's sake. Mm-hmm. This one's got a metal arm. 
You got a fucking bow and arrow, motherfucker. Fuck you. And like they 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 they, they capitalize off of that. Yeah. Like that, I I enjoyed that. Yeah, and even Jeremy Renner understands it, and he goes off of it on his Twitter page. Like, dude, I'm the guy that's caught him in the back, man. Like, I gotta understand. Yeah. Like, um, I'm the guy who, if uh, Doomsday showed up, I'd be like, way the fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be plugging from afar. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, hey, no, no. you know. <laughs> Guys, uh, I think I see him doing something. <laughs> but let me tell you something that shot. I mean, um, back, but to another brother, um, War Machine. Let me tell you why War Machine is important in all this. Because War Machine is actual military. Yes. Current. Currently, actual military. Yeah, he That's is military. Colonel James Rowe. Exactly. He is a colonel. So, of course, he's going to be with Tony because like, he's like, oh, is that the law? Okay, work. <laughs> you don't need to say anything else to me. <laughs> like, that's the, that's what the law is. So, that's what we're going to do. And I think that he's going to be way more important in the future movies. Um, he gets a scene in here, too. Like I said, everyone gets represented. Um, I would like to see more War Machine, to be honest. That's why I'm hoping they go ahead and make a... Uh, uh, another Iron Man movie because I'm hoping to get more War Machine. Yeah, yeah, I, I definitely. I mean, it is funny because I didn't really like when uh, Don Cheadle kind of came into the uh, ranks as it, as uh, oh. you know, versus Terrence Howard at first. Mm -hmm. But in this movie, I thought he did a solid job. Yeah, um, like you said, I'm all for more brothers in the movie. The crazy part about it is when you really think about it. Like, you start to see the age on Tony Stark. Yeah. And you start to see the age as well yeah. on good old Rhodey. Like, y'all yeah. motherfuckers is old. Y'all niggas is Y'all is Y'all almost pushing 60 now. And it's starting to show. You know. So, it's like, but that's why they're in the suits. No one, yeah, no one exactly. else is in the suits. Well, like, like, dude, that's what, that'd be something they could play off of. Like, dude, you got to get an old. Yeah, that's why we got the suits. <laughs> we got to compete with you guys. It's very um, true. There's something they do in this movie that I was shocked that they did. What's that? They actually touched on. And if you think that you're, if you're probably watching this and if you haven't seen it, you're like, damn, there's more? Yes. Um, They actually touched on Vision and Scarlet Witch's relationship. Yes. They, they actually... I didn't think they were going to do that. And I think, I think they did it in such a perfectly subtle way yes. that you get, you felt and this is what I talk about when I say directing and editing scenes is important DC. Mm -hmm. You felt the tension without having to directly just say it mm -hmm. or, you know, have people have read the books and get it. So, mm -hmm. you did, they did enough to where it was like you could tell he obviously, like he made gestures he, yes. you know, he didn't have to outright say it, and neither did she. Right. But and, off the right. building of their characters, mm -hmm. you can see why she would be taken and how she would receive it. Right. And it's a really, really important scene. You know, because people are like, you know, like I said earlier, you know, everyone's on their side for a reason, and it makes sense. Mm -hmm. Vision's a robot. Yeah. Well, the synthesoid, that's just an expensive way of saying robot. He's a robot, so he can only think in what makes sense. He says something in the movie that is important, that I think a lot of people didn't catch, and I'm just going to say it. It doesn't spoil anything, but I'm just going to say it because when you watch it, if you haven't, catch this part. This is what I mean when I say, if you don't even kind of sort of see Iron Man's side, 
you're kind of being hard-headed. Like, you're kind of being a dick right now. Mm -hmm. Like, Mm-hmm. He made a good point. He said, well, I just ran the numbers because that's he's a robot. He thinks in numbers. Yeah. So he thinks in by rhythm. Like, and um, he's like, well, ever since Iron Man has shown up, the world has gotten like 75% more dangerous. Yeah. Essentially, and they did a, I think they did a book on this in the DC Universe. And Lex Luthor breaks this down to Superman is... Simply your arrival and presence mm-hmm. has spawned more villains, whether superhuman or human alike, mm-hmm. than any other event in history. Okay. You essentially dropped an atom bomb yeah. on the world. So when the first atom bombs were dropped, you then had every country, every single small power, every large power, right. trying to recreate that power for themselves. Right. Right. You created, your existence right. created the arms race. And that's, I think that's very well done with the way Vision breaks it down. Yeah, and like Vision has to, that's the only way he could think. And yeah, he does weird shit, but you know, it's it's, it's really well done how they, they remind you that he's not really human. Yeah. Like, he's trying Even to... Even though he's wearing human clothes. But that was awesome! But no, but think about it. Imagine you're a robot and you're trying to fit in. And you don't want people to be scared of you. So he's just wearing a little cardigan, a little, little collar shirt. He's trying to let people know, look, man, I'm chill. I'm chill. Like, dude, I'm not a threat to you. I'm not a threat. I'm, I'm chill. Cool, guys. I'm, I'm cool. a cool guy. And he's trying to cook for, you know, Scarlet Witch. And, like, she, you know, she's like, wow, you're cooking. He's like, well... I, I don't know if it tastes good or not. I've never eaten before. Yeah. <laughs> like that scene right there is important because it's like he he's a robot. So he doesn't understand. Like yeah. he's, You're he's an artificial like, consciousness. Yeah. You don't have you don't have the same senses we do. Right. You know, and he's learning. See, yeah. And he's, he's learning. He's learning. And that's and I think that's uh <coughs> that's dope. You know? Um that is that is one of the better things in it. But I was going to touch on something that, uh, and I just kind of want to get this on film so I can rub this into somebody's face. <laughs> now, I had somebody tell me before that, and this is comic book wise, so excuse the break from a little bit of uh, no, no, this, speak but on. we have Rhodey, right? Uh-huh. Rhodey's a colonel. Yes. Somebody was telling me that Captain Marvel, Captain Marvel. She's a lieutenant. Um, lieutenant. She's known is as, she a lieutenant? No, she's a captain. It's a rank. I can That's swear she's lieutenant. Captain. She moved up to lieutenant? Nah, let me Google it. Okay, I, uh, okay go. Whatever, whatever. My whatever. bad, my Either bad. Way. Okay. My bad. Tell me that she outranks Rhodey. No. She no, doesn't. she does not. Right? She outranks Cap, though. She outranks Captain America. She does America outrank Cap. Captain America. If she's a lieutenant colonel, is she a lieutenant colonel or just lieutenant? I'm trying to find out right now. I know okay. she's high-ranked military, but there was a scene. I forgot what book it was. I want to say Civil War. I don't think it was Civil War. But it was a scene where she was trying to do something, and Captain America was like, no, no. I don't want you to do it. And she it's said, subjective. don't make me pull rank right now. Yeah. And then Captain America had to fall back. And, like, the rest of the team was confused. They were like, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> and Captain America yeah, you know was really like, fucked up. Huh? Is How has he been over 100 years old and he got no promotions? <laughs> He's always been a captain. That's what I'm saying. Always been a captain. Like, That's damn, what I'm bro. Saying. Like, I'm you got promoted up out. there pretty quickly, and then all of a sudden, you just out. 
I'm trying to find out what rank she is because I know she outranks him because I, I remember that scene because yeah. I was like, I had to think about that. Yeah. I said, yeah, she does outrank him. And that's some military shit. If you've been a military, I got military in my family. Like, if someone's above you, they tell you, dude, don't make me pull rank. You yeah. back the fuck up. Yeah, I worked with the military for like eight years. So I was like, no, I know my ranks. And that's, right. that is, you're talking about... If she's still a captain, and I think she might, I just don't remember her getting yeah, promoted. Yeah, look. She still goes by Captain Marvel, which, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. But I was like, no. Rhodey is a colonel. Right. Colonel is far motherfucking above a captain. That's one, two, three ranks above a motherfucking colonel. And, or above a captain. And if you mm-hmm. understand anything about military rank, that is a good fucking way up. Yeah, agree. It is not easy to just grab rank for no reason. But... The point was, you know, when they, because they, you know, if you're reading the comic books right now, Captain Marvel and War Machine got a little love thing going on. And that makes sense. And it's a cute little interracial relationship for pills, you know, who wonder about interracial, interracial relationships. I can see them being into each other. They're yeah. both military. And they're both they're, Air Force. They're both Air Force. I can see that. Like, that doesn't feel forced to me. Yeah. Well, and I say this, I know this is an unpopular opinion. I didn't agree with Black Panther and Storm. Really? Like, to me, that felt forced. See, I don't know. I kind of liked it only because okay. you could see where they could have things in common where you are both from the same country. That doesn't you mean are both. Well, no. You are both looked at as royalty in different ways. Well, true. He became a king, and she was always looked at as, as like a, a queen, as a goddess, yeah, yeah. as somebody who should have the power. And she held herself. Like, if you look at, if you go back to, like, the 90s cartoon voice mm-hmm. and the way she spoke. Mm-hmm. You know, and the voice that I know a lot of us hear when we hear her. I mean, to me, I still hear that 90s voice when I read her. I got you. Yeah, same here. You know, that commanding, African-sounding, you know, winds at my command. You know, yes. when you hear Black Panther in this movie, it it really almost came together more for me. Where it's like, mm-hmm. you have that commanding voice. Well, that, he demands you, you respect. Know, yeah. yeah. And, and that's something that I think they've gotten away from with the characters. Because Storm. Halle Berry. Oh, God. Now, I'm going to say just Storm in general, in the books even, is that Storm should speak like she's a goddess. She should yeah. speak how Medusa talks. Yeah, because she's that's an Omega-level mutant at the and same time. And that's how she was raised. Like, she was raised, she was first a, she was first a, a street rat, yeah. and then she, then she found out she had powers. And then, um, no, Storm's not from Wakanda. She is from Nigeria, but yeah. he's saying they're both from Africa. Yeah, they're both from Africa, and they had different wit. They had different, different growing ups. Like you uh-huh. said, she was a street rat. She got her powers later in life after doing many a uh, bad thing because she was, you know, influenced as such. And then she got her powers, and her powers were such that you know. They were tied to, to her emotions uh-huh. in many ways. So when you piss Storm off, and all of a sudden lightning starts coming down, you storm kind of yeah. like, "Holy shit, this motherfucker!" And then she calms down, and the storm goes away. You're like, "Oh, <sighs> oh shit." Um, yeah, I think we're gonna start respecting you. So <laughs> where I was trying to talk shit to you before, what I meant to do uh-huh. was bow. That's what I was trying to do. You know what I'm saying? And that's a great thing. That's why I like. I like that. That like. Pretty much, like in the X Men, they're always scared that they don't want to piss off Storm because yeah. she'll probably accidentally send a lightning bolt up your eyes. Like oh, yeah. she can't help it. And like, and like I've told people before, that's one of my things that I love the most about the X Men is that there's more to them than just their powers. You know, 
uh, Storm is extremely emotional, and Storm doesn't really like to be inside. It makes sense to no, her. She's character. claustrophobic. She's claustrophobic, yeah. and she always, even like she sleeps in the greenhouse. Like that's where her place is. She's always in a place where she can see outside. She just yeah. prefers it, and that's that part to her young origin. I mean, yes. one of I think how her wasn't it how her parents were killed. Yeah, and the whole was building fell on. Yeah, yeah, it was a collapse. Yeah, she was, and trapped, she was in trapped there for a while. Uh-huh. You know, and this was before her powers. But it was an emotional, very emotional thing. So anytime right. she's inside anywhere, she's claustrophobic. Believe me, the whole motherfucking continent feels that shit. Right, exactly. There will be hurricanes and blizzards and places where there shouldn't be. Right, right, right. You know. It's just little things like that. But anyway, um, yeah, um, I, I, did, I wasn't the biggest fan of it, but I like to see it. I would like to see it on screen, but I don't think that's going to happen. We'll see. Either way, uh, Civil War 3, um, and here's the thing, though. We just said all this shit, right? Let me tell you something that's going to throw you off. It's still a Captain America movie. 100%. It's still a Cap, it's still Cap's film. Now, if you've never seen the movie and you're listening to this, you're probably thinking, how? I said the same shit, my nigga. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I said the same shit. I was like, how the fuck is this still, because I, I read, I watched the early, uh, spoiler-less reviews. And they all said the same thing. They're like, it's still Cap's movie. It is. It's still they once again for like the umpteenth time in this in this podcast. The Russos did something that was impossible. They gave you two movies for the price of one. You got Captain America three, and you also got Avengers two point five. True. And it made sense. It's true. You got both films, and they both worked off of each other. And it both was fantastic. Yeah. And they even, I think, they did a good job because they they tell you why you were missing two Avengers. Yes. So, you know, as we all know, Thor and Hulk don't make appearances in the film, but they give you reasoning in the movie. Right. So you don't feel like, well, what the fuck's happened? And it pays homage to who they are as characters versus, you know, just saying... Oh well, they're not going to be in the movie, or just kind of ignoring the fact. And I think, even though you know we say we don't want to talk about this over and over again, I think that they did what very sadly, and this is why it's such a shitty comparison for them. They did what Batman versus Superman were trying to do. You're not the only and one to say that, though. Uh, it, it's obviously what they were trying Definitely to do. Not. They were trying to give you a initially a Superman movie, mm-hmm. which then turned into a fucking Batman movie. Because anytime you do a single character's origin and nobody else's, it's a fuck. Is there a fucking movie? Um, they gave you a Batman movie, but they tried to introduce characters that you kind of, if you're a comic fan, you kind of like, oh, that would be nice, uh-huh. but you weren't hyped for. It. Where in this film, when they gave you Black Panther and they gave you Spider-Man, you were like, holy shit, give me films of them right the fuck now. And they have a reason for being there. Yeah. Like, Iron Man straight up recruits Spidey. (laughs) Just Iron Man just straight up says, yo, you're rolling with me now. And so it makes sense as this young kid who doesn't have shit. He has nothing. He's from a poor spot in Queens. Has one of the richest, most important men in the world just walk up to him one day and say... You work for me now. Yeah. And it's the it's the coolest fucking scene. Yes. Ever. The way they do it, the humor in it, the fun in it is done so well that it's like shit, bro. If I had a fucking remote in the movie, I'd hit rewind real quick. Seriously. You know, it Seriously. was it was that it was just cool. 
It was just but you wanted more. Cool with it. You yeah. wanted more. That was my biggest gripe with the movie is that it fucking ended. <laughs> he told me that. He actually sent me that on Twitter. And like, why the fuck this movie end, yo? Someone told me something that's worth looking into. What's that? They told me, and I hate to do this again, but I'm going to do it. They said that Spider-Man spoke more than Superman did. Yeah, I can see that. You can see that? I can see that. Which which kind of makes, yeah. makes sense. They did. And you know what else? Even though he was wearing a mask, he smiled more than Superman. Well, Spider-Man, well Superman didn't smile at all. I had to think about that. I said, did he smile? Well, he smiled in the hot tub. He smiled in the tub. He, he smiled in the tub. He smiled in the tub. He grinned but and did frowned he smile in the later. tub? No, no, he smiled in the tub. And then there was another scene, uh, the Day of the Dead kind of scene. He smiles for a quick second, then he goes right back to the menacing frown. I didn't see the smile in that he when did. they were all trying to touch. When he they were did. doing the Jesus metaphor, yeah. when they were all laying, he he, laying up the he hand. He grins as he's putting the baby down, and then he stops smiling. <laughs> uh, you know, when people are like, thank you, thank you, thank you. And they're like, Ugh. and then he's like, I want to burn you all and snap your neck. And then he does this thing where he goes like, like trying to be all stoic. And like, well, he didn't think it. He was like, if I snapped all your necks right now, I can murder you all. Then he was like, then he looked over and he's like, fuck camera. All right. <laughs> Thanks, guys. That Thank you. That scene was so awkward. Like, I'm like, why is Superman like this? And like, all the people who keep defending it, I'm like, am I the only one that reads Superman? Like, I have mad Superman books, but I don't have as many as I do Spider Man. But I'm like, am I the only one that actually reads Superman? Yeah, no, they, they, they fucked up on all kinds of. I mean, and there's the thing, like I said. This book does deviate, or this movie does deviate from the book. Mm-hmm. But you still feel the same character motivations that you do for the character, the essence of who they are. Yes. In just a slightly different situation. Exactly. And it goes to what I say. I don't mind changes as long as it makes sense. Yeah. Isn't as long it, as it yeah. makes sense. And like a lot of changes that happens in these comic book movies, they don't make sense. Like, it's just, like, like Batman now murders people. I could, if you made it make sense, like, he had something happen to him so fucked up, or he kind of lost his mind, or something. It just doesn't make sense that you all of a sudden he's oh just a God. murderer. I just figured out. Holy Uh-oh. shit. Uh-oh. I'm, like I said, I keep saying this. I'm ten times the director, Zack Snyder. That first scene where he did the origin... Mm-hmm. They should have done the Robin scene because they touch on the Robin Easter egg later. Yeah, yeah. They should have done the scene where Robin is murdered or have him giving Robin a funeral, but make it present where he's burying. Right. Instead of having a funeral scene for his parents, right? You have him, you know, in like an action scene that something happens, almost like he blacks out. Like there's nothing he could do. Right. But he wakes up, finds Robin dead, and then he has to drop Robin off at his funeral. Right. And you know, go over. I lost everything. You know what yeah. I mean? Like I've lost things, before. and now this is happening. I remember, you know, and then boom, you just fast forward to the, yeah. you know, whatever movie. But you could replace the worthless scene. There's a lot of that. You know, no, I mean, I probably say you can cut a good forty-five minutes out. No, of seriously, media. I love how there's a YouTube. I forgot the name of the guy, but he made a whole thing that makes sense. That was like, dude, there's like a good hour you could have cut out of this no. film. It was completely unnecessary. But uh, dude, check the new how it should have ended is actually perfect. Yeah, if you really want to see a good Batman vs Superman movie? Google how it should have ended, Batman vs Superman. Ten times better than the actual film, even it if was. you haven't seen it. It was. It was, it was phenomenal. I'm looking forward to that version of uh, Civil War because you know it's coming. Oh, and yeah. um, they're gonna be like, "How it should have ended exactly how God, it did." God, why, why was Black Panther so good, dude? Black Panther. I mean, I love like what this said, guy said. I, he said, "He said, imagine if Obama 
was like, fuck the military. I'm going to go out there and take out uh, Osama Bin Laden myself. Well, <laughs> like, that's pretty much what the Panther is. Like, imagine if he was just like, you know what? I'm not going to send the military, nigga. I'm going to handle it myself. <laughs> I'm gonna handle it myself, and then Obama just dons a battle on him and suit. You be like, oh shit, this is my president. It's dope. Yep. Like that's what it was. Yep. Like it was. And like, as Jesus. soon as as soon as he takes down Obama or Osama, drops Mike on stage. Seriously, <laughs> like, that's that's how it is, dude. Drop Mike like, on stage. Done. Like, Done. Like the Black Panther, he he demands. No, demands respect. Chad Bodswick or Bodsworth? Chadwick Bodsworth. Chadwick Bodsworth. Uh huh. That man, I mean, that was that man. That was an award-winning performance that he did. I have to give him an easy special shout out for really taking the character seriously, for giving the character the respect he deserves, and then Marvel Studios gets a shout out for really paying proper homage. To the Wakandan culture mm-hmm. that is shown in the books. And you know they paying attention because I ain't seen one white name attached to that Black Panther movie yet. Yeah. I haven't seen, but other than the villain, because <laughs> it's most likely gonna be Claw. Uh, but and, um, and don't get me wrong, it's not saying that you know some white people don't kind of get it right, uh, get it right, but. <laughs> That's funny. My pops is watching. He just texted me and said, you guys have forced me to go. I'm going to go see Civil War immediately. You're yes, supposed to go pops. with me initially. Pops, go watch that. Go watch it. Pops, you know what I'm telling you. It, it is, it, when you go see this movie, you were you were just going to be like, damn. You're going to walk out of that theater. It's going to be like watching Daredevil on the first time from Netflix. We're like, y'all motherfuckers could do that with a character? Seriously. Shit. Seriously. And like Shit. it made me feel good as a brother. Like I was yeah. like the black man stole that. I don't want to take it to a race thing, but I finally felt like, ugh, like, yeah, nigga, like you know what I'm saying? And so like I'm not joking, like all the people who are saying this, it's like unanimous. Like, dude, Panther stole the show. Yeah. Like you he, wanted more. You wanted more Panther, and I think that that's a good thing because like you said earlier. They, it's still a Captain America movie. Oh, it's still Captain America. They that <laughs> without still- taking away from Captain America. And then on top of that, you also are like, damn. But at the same time, I want another... I could see another Ant-Man movie coming. Mm-hmm. Or I could see him... I could feel him more on the team. Yes. And... I want that Spider-Man movie. Like, oh, yeah. This is the Spider-Man we've been waiting for. But like you said... I still have two other characters that I want to give up. Like, damn, bro, you guys already have a Black Panther movie in the works. I want that. Mm-hmm. Ant-Man already had a movie. I want to rewatch that. You know because, what I mean? I mean, without giving anything away, nothing will ever be the same after this. Like, yeah. the rest of the Marvel Universe movies coming out have all been affected by this film. Yeah, absolutely. All of them have all been affected by it. And it really, really sets up... Phase three of Marvel without taking away from the fact that this is still Captain America's movie. I have to keep saying that because I need you to understand <laughs> this is still Cap's movie. I don't want to say too much without ruining it because right now I'm pretty sure even your pops is probably watching like how the fuck is this still Cap's movie? Yeah. When you watch it, you'll understand. You'll be like, dude, this was absolutely Captain America's movie. Absolutely. I mean, to bring... And this is what I wanted to say about Batman vs. Superman. <laughs> to bring all these characters on screen. And they did it with more characters. Let's see. Y'all did it with primarily three. Introduced three others. So that's six. They did it with 12. Yes. 
and they made every character. I mean, Black Widow feels good. Yes. You had a bigger introduction. Dude. You had a bigger part by fucking Sharon Carter. Dude, Black Dude, Widow so did so well in this movie that now they're talking about doing her movie. Yeah. There's never been talks for a Black Widow film. Which is smart, I think, because when we look at, if you go back and look at Winter Soldier mm-hmm. and how integrated, like, Hawkeye and, you know, Captain no. America, it's a chance to take more of those heroes mm-hmm. and give them more light. No. But with a Black Widow-directed story, which Black Widow has so much to her character that I don't think people know. I want it to be on some James Bond shit. Yeah, I'm gonna keep I, it 100. Exactly. I want some Casino Royale shit with her. I don't know how they're gonna do that because this is always excuse me, sorry about that. Um, this has always been my 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 complaint about Black Widow being on the Avengers is that but but you know she's a spy. Right. People aren't supposed to know what she looks like. <laughs> she's not supposed to be in the forefront of shit. Like she's supposed to be the chick in the back. Like, yeah. snipe everyone, snipe the cameras, like, on that yeah. type of shit. But she's on the team. But, but I, think, I think that them kind of more in, I'd probably say, like, the Bendis era, they've identified more that she's on the team primarily because she has contacts. She does. Like, when you need to get into another country, mm-hmm. she's that person who's going to get you in there. Yeah. When you need to, you know, know what Shield's up to, mm-hmm. she's that person who not only has contacts but has an in with Shield. Mm-hmm. Because remember, she's a level ten agent with Shield at the same time. Is she the you only know, level but, ten? And huh? Is she the only level no. ten? What's Mockingbird? Mockingbird. Mockingbird is lower. No, she's below. Yeah, she's she's below. The other level tens were Nick Fury. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was Vanessa for a while, but she got like kind of moved out. She was uh, Nick Fury's like uh, the one that died. Man. Yeah, the one that died okay. for a while, uh, a while ago. And then uh, Quick, the one who's technically is on she ten already? She was ten when uh, Nick Fury brought her in. Because if you go back and read uh, Secret Wars three, uh-huh. um, she clowns people over that. Because they're like, why? Because she's talking to, um, I want to say it's Maria Hill, because they introduced her around that time. And she's like, you can't talk to me like that, because she wasn't director yet. Mm-hmm. And she was like, you don't have the classification to talk to me. She was like, I'm oh, sure you're talking about the books. Okay, yeah, okay, in the yeah, books. Okay, in the okay. books. Okay. I'm not no, talking about an agency. I'm I'm, that's why I was a whole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because remember, we, we, we're a whole different thing. I got you, I got you, I got you. Um, you know, if, if we're doing a Black Widow movie, I yeah. want Ages of S.H.I.E.L.D. in there. I want I want Mockingbird. I want Quake. Because when the smoke clears, she is an agent of shit. Do you think they'll bring her over from the show? Or yeah. do you think I cause I want them to do that. I don't want them to make listen to me now, Marvel. Mm-hmm. Don't make DC mistakes and cast a different person. Even though oh, no, I no, don't no, no, care no, no, for no. Agents of Shield. No, 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 no. No, they're not gonna do that. They've already established this in the same universe. They can't do that. They can't. <laughs> okay, I'm just saying. I'm, 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 I'm on you. Because you guys are doing. I mean, after I saw this movie, you're doing so fucking well. I that. just want to see them in it, and it's like they don't even have to have huge roles. Yeah, very true. I can even throw this out there, Marvel, if you're listening. I could have. I would have her go undercover. And discover all the superhero, superhuman activity that's going on in New York. Like, yo, there's like some blind dude out there whooping ass. There's some chick who can fly. There's some black dude. Like, go out there and find out what's going on. That you know what? It would. I'd almost say it would be more dope rather than give her a movie. Mm-hmm. Give her a Netflix series. Tie her in with the other street level I'm heroes. I'm with you. I, to me, Black Widow's still street level. Cause. It would be badass to see her in a fight with like Iron Fist. 
That's what I'm saying. They're in a fight with, you know, <laughs> like, thing they're is, dealing with those characters. Exactly. My thing is, unfortunately, Scarlett Johansson has reached that point where she's too big for that. And, you know, I'd almost say, like, look, you, you're a franchise. And I think with the attention, like, you got to look at it. Kevin Spacey, an A-list actor, has a Netflix series. Yes. And he's killing it. Killing it. I'm, I agree with you 100%. I'm just hoping that happens. And this is something a friend of mine really mentioned, too. He said, Marvel needs to start connecting the shows with the movies more. Mm-hmm. And I said, why is that? And he made a really good point. He said, yeah, they're outselling DC, but what's the one thing they have over them? DC Animation. No, Marvel. Oh. Uh, unified universe. Exactly with the shows. Yeah, he said they need to capitalize on that. They more. do. I'd agree. They do, and I and agree one hundred percent. I like the way they touched on like Daredevil, uh-huh. where they talked about um, and Night Nurse brought it up. Where they talked about the alien attack mm-hmm. um, right outside of Hell's Kitchen. Yes, and the out, you know the um, the fallout that they had as a result of that. Because mm-hmm. he's like, yeah, I mean, we've been stabbed, I mean, we've, we have issues here. We're constantly, technically, in code black, constantly have people coming in here. Mm-hmm. And it was made even worse when the last, you know, superheroes were in there. Mm-hmm. So to have superheroes in Hell's Kitchen yeah. is, just, is just crazy. Exactly. It makes sense. And I was on Twitter today and people were saying, oh, well, why did it, uh, Iron Man choose Daredevil over Spider-Man? First of all, Daredevil get his ass whooped <laughs> I don't get me wrong. I don't get me wrong. Daredevil would probably it. fuck up Hawkeye. I guess I'm pretty sure he'd fuck up Hawkeye. But out of the rest of it, he's outclassed. That's about it. Spider-Man, Spider-Man in the comics mm-hmm. has beaten up a cosmic being in Fire Lord. Mm-hmm. Beat that motherfucker with his fist. People forget that, that Spider-Man, and they sh- I do think they do a good job of showing it, Spider-Man's a class 20. Yeah. Which class 20 means he can lift up to a hundred, or sorry, twenty tons. Mm-hmm. Twenty tons is a lot of fucking weight. Yeah, that means he can deliver punches and blows. Yeah, with up to twenty tons of force. He has a spider sense mm-hmm. that allows him to see danger incoming and the reflexes to dodge bullets. Yeah, you know he's almost unstoppable. Dude. Up front. Yeah, and I, I mean, told people he is the ridiculous. Fact, the fact that he can lift twenty tons, you gotta ask yourself. So how is he not knocking niggas' heads off? <laughs> and I tell people that he is consistently holding back. Yeah, he's not there to kill anybody, and I think making him young also kind of goes with that because in the movie, I mean, yeah, he's young. He doesn't want to kill anybody. Mm-hmm. That's not within his mindset. He is a good person. He doesn't need to go around snapping necks or shooting people. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, he could technically kill most of the villains with his webbing. He could web up their mouth. He can't breathe, motherfucker. Good yeah. game. Yeah, and fly off. Which but 100%. he's careful with it. He doesn't kill his villains, his rogue gallery. He's careful. I mean, one of his rogues is a fucking old man in a bird suit. Vulture's <laughs> awesome. <laughs> I like Vulture. Fucking Tombs. <laughs> old ass Tombs. Adrian Tombs. I like his Tombs. Adrian Tombs. I like Old enough to be in a tomb. That just sounds like an old nigga name. It Adrian Tombs. Adrian Tombs. Adrian Tombs. I mean, shit. He got to go get his costume with a walker. Like, Spider-Man puts his costume up on rooftops and then fucking drugs and shit. Vulture's costume better be close by because until he get that motherfucker, oh shit! Now let me throw this out here because you know I'm glad you know you notice when they first announced Tom Holland was Spider Man, people were like, ooh. Then they announced it's called Spider Man Homecoming, people were like, ooh. Spider Man Homecoming because he said it quite quickly. 
Oh, that's <laughs> you did. You said that look quick. I barely heard it. I was like, wait a minute. Homecoming. 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 Would you get the title? It's kind of like Snoop Dogg's last meal when he was on No Limit. Yeah, you know? he's coming home. He's like the last meal. And then it's also his homecoming for school. That's yeah. what it's all about too. And so I'm like, and so people are still like, ooh, here I don't understand it. And then um, they also do, um, you know, so then, so then, you know, they, 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 they announced the, the, they show the cover, they show like the title, what it's going to look like. Mm-hmm. And then people started talking shit because of course that's the, that's the cool thing to do now. I mean, people hate success. I hate to uh, say yeah. that people hate success. Why is this so, so good? I mean, let's be honest. <laughs> Disney bought Marvel for five billion, and they've already doubled their investment. Oh, and then some. And it's only been eight and years. Some. And bro. we're talking about the just the movie verse. They're not even talking about the action figures right. and games. Merchandise. I, mean, I have not seen. So I mean, well, I was so the I saw like six different versions of Marvel Monopoly, motherfucker. I, mean, <laughs> I was like, holy shit, I could play more. Because I was looking at like board games. Because you know, my kid gets older and everything. It's like right. you know. This could be some stuff you have around. I was like, fuck, dude, I could play fucking Marvel Trivial Pursuit, motherfucker. Yeah, I mean, that makes sense now. But it's like, you know, after watching this movie, no one is going to complain about this. You want the Spider-Man movie now. You can't wait. Now, here's my thing. I want them to just skip straight into Sinister Six, bro. Mm -hmm. Hop right into it. Hop right into it. We already know most of the villains. We We already know most of them. We do. We've seen them in prior movies. Like, I mean, Sandman's one of them. Yes. Um, who else? Doc Ock. Yes. Um, let's see. Who else is on that team? Sandman, um, Doc Ock. Did they I do Craven? I was say, did they do Craven? We haven't seen Craven. We haven't seen Craven. People are thinking Craven's. Gonna Watch be a cartoon. It. You'll find out who Craven is. If you don't know Craven the Hunter, oh man, that's that's still Craven's last hunt is one of the best story arcs I've ever read. It's one of the main reasons why Spider Man is so great. Uh, Doc Ock, Vulture, Vulture Sandman, Craven. Now, do you think they'll be able to get a good enough walker for Vulture in the movie? A good enough who? Walker. <laughs> I, oh! I almost want Patrick, Sir Patrick Stewart to play. That's Adrian Toomes right there. Sir Patrick Stewart, a.k.a. Professor Xavier. Oh, see, I, I was like going to say, um, oh, God, what's his dude's name? The guy who played uh, Gandalf and uh, Magneto. Initially, ah, uh, Ian, yeah, Ian, Ian. um, sir, Ian. Ian, something, but I would almost say he because he's that age, but they both are, and that's why they're both like best friends. I think that's just the greatest thing that they're best friends, yeah, like in real life, they're like serious. Best but I think friends. Patrick Stewart's voice is too good for Adrian Toomes, you think so? Hey, because think- they're both Shakespearean actors, and yeah. I see, I can see Adrian Toomes being like Shakespearean, talking like this all the time. But see, I think like- Ian does a better old man voice. Well, yeah, well, he's older. <laughs> and he, he has that ancient, like, kind of withered look to him. Uh-huh. You know, but how about uh, how about Heisenberg, man? Uh, too good. You know what? Speaking of too, which, and I don't want to derail, I found something out. Do you know that on Netflix, there is a Spanish version of Breaking Bad? I did not. I forgot what it's called. It's something with an M. It is Breaking Bad... You know how like we do like American versions of shit? Yeah. Like like the office is an American version? Mm-hmm. Fucking like I think in Mexico or Spain did a version of Breaking Bad to a T. It's just in Spanish. <laughs> and the guy, instead of Walter White, is Walter Blanco. 
That is amazing. Walter Blanco. Walter Blanco sounds better than Walter White. Like, if a nigga name was Walter Blanco, I wouldn't fuck with that dude. Like, yo. Blanco? Walter Blanco? That's funny. Because for those of you who don't know, Blanco is white and Spanish. So, hold up. Is it about cocaine then instead of meth? So good. That's a good question. That would make more yeah. sense. I make the most purest cocaine. Okay. <laughs> the purest cocaine ever, man. You have no cocaine. That's you don't even want to watch Narcos again, man. But oh, you <laughs> your cocaine is better. Is it blue? <laughs> it better not be blue. Okay. I'm, I'm sorry, my bad. Is it azul? <laughs> ah, yeah, there you go. There you go. I meant right. that. I got that azul cocaine. <laughs> but um, anyways, back to the Brian. I think uh, Heisenberg. Yeah, yeah, he's still good. But he's trying to get in. He's trying to get in. I think I think there be I think there's places for him. They just haven't fleshed out the right character. Okay. Yet. Because and I I feel so bad because I think still that if they would have put him in Batman vs. Superman as Lex, Mm -hmm. fucking would have killed. Yeah. Because, I mean, he's a strong enough actor, I think, at this point where he would have been able to make the subtle changes to the character Mm -hmm. that would it would have been like, look, editing aside all the characters were great. But at the same time, you could say, Lex was miscast in the movie. I mean, Henry Cavill, I've seen him on other stuff. I still think he's a great actor. Ben Affleck turned it around for Batman. Um, and Gal got... Gal... Gal got it. Got it. Weird-ass last name. Yeah. But she was <laughs> great as Wonder Woman when she, she got did. on screen. I mean, she as was. Diana, she was very Catwoman-ish, which I think was just mm. poor writing. Mm. Because, you know, I mean, she was still in shit that she had no business knowing where it was and it's not in her power system. I still say again, if you take every scene with her out, nothing changes. <laughs> Except for the end part is not very good. Agreed. Agreed. Except for the, I mean, when she came on screen as Wonder Woman, you were just like, so relieved. What the fuck? You were just relieved. Like, oh shit, there's a good movie. Like, is this movie, like, did you guys have like an hour and 40, no, a two hour like start time for the movie? Like, was this all a preview? You were so relieved. And then it gets good? From... <laughs> From from the bullshit two hours you saw before her entrance, you were so relieved that you don't even care that she came out of nowhere. <laughs> you don't even care. You don't even start asking like, wait a minute, like, what about she in a fight with our battle suit, a sword, and a shield, and yeah. she made it past TSA? And how is she here? Because <laughs> like, I can't even get like, if I got a fucking screwdriver in my bag, TSA is like, nope. See, no, it no, no, make black man. If she could fly. You guys took away her flight. I'm pissed at But it was weird because technically in the movie she was like, either she got super jumper flight. Because remember she was she at lunch there. Yeah, but she, I mean, you ain't lunging. <laughs> like straight across the ground at that, a level. Look here, that looked like flight. That's some Zack Snyder weird shit. <laughs> oh, poor editing. Zack Snyder was like, well, I thought she was closer. But motherfucker, <laughs> you weird, like 800 feet. That's some weird Zack Snyder shit because... I, that's just one of the biggest things I've hated that DC has done. Is that hey, they if she took away her flight, where's her invisible jet? Why was she on like a 747 at motherfucking Southwest? I want the invisible she jet. She wasn't even in boarding group A. She was like in boarding group B. I want the invisible Ooh. jet. I want it. I want it because it's so stupid. It's so ridiculous that I want it. You know, the invisible <laughs> jet always takes me back to the Family Guy episode. Where oh, Superman's yes. flying by and he's like... I just saw you get out of the uh, the invisible laboratory bathroom, and you didn't wash your hands. (laughs) And you can see in the invisible jet, which means his perverted ass is watching her go to the bathroom. (laughs) (laughs) Let's be honest, Superman would do that. But Um, Superman, Superman's like, look, there's nothing I wonder about with Wonder Woman. (laughs) I've seen everything. (laughs) But um, 
I'm still looking forward to the Wonder Woman movie. No, um, me too. I think it's going to be good. Um, I'm I hoping like... that I still have high hopes for Suicide Squad, even though I'm I'm kind of scared. I think Suicide Squad, personally, um, is going to be the movie that really does in Zack Snyder's heavy role in their universe. Mm-hmm. And I think because I think it looks like it has enough fun in it to be an entertaining movie. I, and I so. think that it's going to I think it's going to be successful and it's gonna it's oh, going yeah. to bring the DC stands back out of their cave. People are gonna, gonna watch it. Yeah, this is what we've been looking for, and I think it's gonna bring into light that yeah. yo, having a single minded vision of one of your biggest teams and characters and essentially your prime DC universe mm-hmm. being, you know, the Batman versus Superman through the JLA movies is going to wake DC up and say, "Okay, this should have been a team effort." Having letting one person have that much control over how these characters are portrayed was fucking stupid. Agreed. And and you know they tried to make Zack Snyder their Kevin Feige. Uh, I apologize for saying his name wrong. But um, you know what I'm talking about. They tried to make him that guy, and they starting to realize. Hey, Fed. <laughs> you know, you ever hey, seen Fed. that movie? I mean, you ever seen the show Arrested Development? Yes. Uh, the thing Job y'all say, uh, I made a huge mistake. <laughs> like that's DC right now. They're like, what the fuck did and, he do? And it really feels like it lays in his hand. I mean, outside of the Jesse casting aside, it's like you guys cast very well. You guys had a fucking great budget, mm-hmm. um, and you really fucking screwed the pooch. Like, you Green Lantern damn near screwed the pooch, where it's like, you're just, I mean, it was just directed so poorly. Like, you guys had all the little elements there almost, but you took liberties with shit that you had no business taking liberties with. And I'll say it a million times again, Batman vs. Superman wasn't good because it didn't have to be. Wow. Wow. I was gonna say it wasn't good because it was edited poorly and well, but that's what I'm saying. But if they, the liberties but, but, were taken with characters that were just deal. shitty, let's use exactly what you just said. Let's use exactly what you just said. It was poorly edited. It was shitty. But if they knew how much was at stake, if they knew that this could really crush us, we might not make a lot of money with this. If they knew that, they would have spent more time on it. But they didn't. Why? Batman, Superman. They're not going to put as much effort into it. The people who did Civil War, I mean, the Russo's even said straight up, we made Civil War because of Batman versus Superman. We Mm -hmm. did that. I remember the guy even showed it. I thought, I didn't believe it was true, but it was. Captain America 3 was originally supposed to be the Serpent Society. Okay. It was supposed to be the Serpent Society, and then they said, oh shit, these niggas doing Batman versus Superman? Alright, hold up. Let's do this instead. And it paid off for them. So it's like, so it's like, you know, I say it again. You know, my dad said to me once, he said, son, a man, uh, 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 he said, a beautiful, my dad's a horrible guy, but this is one of the, one of the things he told me. He said, beautiful women are never good in bed because they never had to be. Bruh. <laughs> what? Sorry, I just did the Google real quick. Oh, what'd you do to Google? Worldwide, Civil War is it's already just yeah. 200 million short, less than 200 million short yeah. of Batman versus Superman. Yeah. In its first few days. Yeah. Yeah. No, I absolutely agree. Damn. It's right under 200 million, but that's okay because Disney said it was going to do 175. So it already surpassed. It was everyone else saying 200 million. And everyone else, Disney's like, we're sticking with 175. Damn. <laughs> Damn. Damn. And you got to think, though, y'all had Batman. 
a million a billion dollar franchise. I said this earlier podcast. You went in with a billion dollar character. Yep. And then Superman, at least over half a billion dollars. Yep. And y'all failed both of them. And this is where I gotta say that technically, Batman vs Superman is like like you said, it was a no brainer, mm-hmm. but it had to be complete ignorance to not try on that movie. And here's why. You guys had a chance to enter into the comic game. Marvel set it up for you. Mm-hmm. And that's the biggest problem is Marvel really did all the work for you. Mm-hmm. Fox did some of the work recently with Deadpool. You guys came in with just all the fucking... Like, you guys rode in on a motherfucking flaming chariot and your fucking wheel broke, motherfuckers. Like, Sorry. what the fuck? Because everybody is hyped up for comic movies. And people who have no idea... Who Iron Man, Tony Stark, fucking Steve Rogers, Captain America, potentially even Spider Man. Mm-hmm. No Superman and Batman. Yeah. Like people who don't even know superheroes. You show them a Superman insignia, mm-hmm. they're like, oh, Superman. And you ain't got no super fucking heroes. Seriously. You set it up, and that's what I think the opening weekend showed. Yeah. Because they still had a higher opening day. Yeah. Because people. All over the world were like, oh shit, it's Superman and Batman. And it was released and they wanted it to be good. It was released worldwide yeah. in one day. Yeah. Which rarely happens. Mm-hmm. And that only happens, I did some research, that only happens in movies that have been done for a long time. It's already ready to go. All the editing and all making sure that it's available in all languages, all that shit takes time. So that's why they always release them at different times and different places. Yeah. This movie's been, this, that movie had been done for two years, so they were just sitting on it. Like, we're ready to go. <laughs> yep. So they released it all in one day. And they did some reshoots and were like, we're going to add Gal Gallet in the movie, just random fucking places, because... Hey, you know, hey. We need Wonder Woman. All the people arguing there, don't mean a lot, they were like, oh, well, Marvel only did Civil War because of Batman versus Superman. And you know I'm like, what? yeah. So? Yeah. They did. So? And, and it worked. And they shit on them. They and shit it on Probably. I, I guarantee you, by, ne- by next weekend, and this is where the difference is. Just like I said a little bit on podcast, my pops hit me up. Hey, based on what you're saying, mm-hmm. I want to now go see Civil War. Yeah. That's what people weren't doing with Batman vs. Superman. Yeah. Most people were like, wait till uh, the DVD. Cool. And if you even hear the Batman vs. Superman super fans, stands, as they're called, stands. they're even saying, well, the DVD is going to be better because it's going to contain everything that should have been good in the movie that was taken out. And it's like, so why, the half fuck, hour. why the fuck did I go see the fucking movie then? Why didn't you just do straight to DVD if it was going to be a piece of shit in the theater? And here's my thing to all the people who say that too. So you mean to tell me that in, in two and a half hours, they couldn't make the movie interesting? Yeah. They took things out of this? <laughs> they didn't include that? There was more to this? Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're like, dude, that's ridiculous. If you can't get me hyped in two and a half hours, why would I think you could do it in three? Hey, you know what's funny? I just went back on something I was thinking about. Before we started this show, I'm going to give you a little behind the scenes. I was saying that I doubt we will be able to do as long of a movie a review on this movie, even if we did it with spoilers, mm-hmm. as we did with Batman vs. Superman, because there's not that many fucking questions. The movie felt complete. You go along for the fucking ride. Even when we start breaking and spoiling over the next week. Because if you ain't seen it over next week and you come to the next episode, sorry, fuck you, because we're going to be talking about it. Yeah. 
but we want to do this review with no actual spoiler, just kind of give you a look inside of what to expect mm-hmm. when you see the movie, but Batman vs. Superman had so many fucking holes that it's like every scene you can discuss and say, this shit was so fucking wrong. Yeah. Why was this so bad? Over and over. With Civil War, it's like, it's hard to do anything but say, no, you're going to go along for the ride. It's like the first time you ride a great ride in an amusement park where you're just Mm -hmm. like, fuck. Mm -hmm. Everything about the loop-de-loops, the twists, the twirls, the start, the fucking cave that I went into, the drop into the water, like, all of it felt right. And I saw uh, Civil War before Toasted, and when I came out of it, I was like, you know what? I'm not even going to argue with you people. Like, this movie was so good, to find any hate in it means you're just a hater. Yeah. And he was like, well, no, I think that we should teach the people, you know, show them, you know, the right way. And I told him, I said, wait till you watch it. When you watch it, you're going to feel the same way. You're going to be like, you know what? (laughs) If you don't understand why this movie is great, I'm not even going to argue with you. Like, I'm not even going to argue. Go ahead, bro. Go ahead and hate. I know this movie is amazing. All the reviewers are saying it's amazing. All the reception. Look how much how much money did how much money did it make? Yeah, I mean they're at make six hundred and seventy-eight million dollars. Two weeks. It's been for two, two weeks. It's no, been, I, I mean because it came out last week in, in Europe. Yeah, I mean one week. Okay, yeah, you're right. You're, no, you're right. One week. You're right. No, he's absolutely right. One week. That's one, one week. week and some change. One week, and they're already about a hundred million shots. And I already know hella people who still haven't seen it yet. It's like, dude, this movie's going to surpass a billion. Easily. Easily. And for all the people who, um, for all the people who go through Rotten Tomatoes, and they're like, well, Rotten Tomatoes is in Disney's pocket. Look up that company. You realize that company is owned by Warner Brothers. WB. Why the fuck would Warner Brothers be paying their own fucking people to talk shit about their movies? No, they get reviews from other people. And post them to their site. Yeah. So it is an unbiased mm-hmm. review site. But it's owned by WB. Which is weird. Well, I don't understand why they bought it. I don't understand that. Well, like, what I was mean, the, you know. I mean, I guess it's just revenue. Yeah. I guess revenue is revenue. You know who the real MVP in all this is? The fans. Disney. Oh, well, yeah. Because let me tell you why. What was Civil War's only competition? Batman vs. Superman. Jungle Book. Oh. Oh, you mean an actual money. <laughs> oh, Jungle yeah. Book was fucking good. And Jungle Book was great and made mad money. They're already talking about a sequel. How the fuck you gonna do a sequel to Jungle Book? But Dude, 90% on Rotten Tomatoes. And 92 by the audience. Yeah. And you could tell those dudes were getting rotten. Like, I was actually reading. Because I, I can see both sides. Without spoiling it, I can tell you there were a few things that I wish were done differently. But... Rotten? Nah. Damn, nigga, there's a Skittles ad for fucking Civil War? Dude. I bet you Disney's not even trying to, like, promote it. People are asking them, like, yo, can we put Civil War's name on our shit? Bruh. The boss with Melissa McCarthy is still beating. They're still bringing in more money than Civil War's right now. Uh, Four times more money. It's like, and, th- and this is what I said. It's like, dude, DC, hang it up, dude. Like, I mean, I don't want to say hang it up. What I'm saying is, go back to the drawing board. Y'all motherfuckers getting beat by the third barbershop. The fourth barbershop. God, damn. Y'all, that was the fourth. And people don't even go watch 
barbershop I, anymore. It's the same seen, fucking joke. I haven't seen any of them other than the first one. Like, if you've seen the first one, you've seen the other three. Oh, right. it's like... Cedric's old, Ice Cube's <laughs> having problems with the shop, in movie. Like, seriously, it's like... And if they cast Ice Cube as J. Jonah Jameson... That should be hilarious. And all the people who keep saying, oh, no, they shouldn't do that, they shouldn't do that. Watch both 21 Jump Street movies and tell me that's not just J. Jonah Jameson. Tell me that's not just J. Jonah Jameson. Hell, DC made Perry White black. Marvel could do the same thing. Perry, yeah, White, Perry White, White was Jonah. great. No, he was yeah, great. Yeah, he, he was, was phenomenal. Like, he if was it was just a Perry White movie, I think it would have been 10 times better. <laughs> uh, but no, for real, for real, for real. Like, it's like, you know, they... Perry White and J. Jonah Jameson are essentially the same character when it's smoke clears. J. Jonah's just more popular, but they're essentially the same character. Yeah. And so why not do it? And Ice Cube already said he's down, even though Kevin Smith said he wanted him as Green Lantern. I think Kevin Smith lost his mind lately. Like, the shit he says nowadays, I'm like, uh, Yeah, why would Ice Cube you, be you, Green Lantern? You kind of wild, unless right? I mean, unless they're trying, unless he's talking about him going with, like, a Simon Bass thing and giving him the strap. <laughs> because if you're going to play Simon see. Bass, then like he give him the strap, but he ain't going to be no John Stewart. If that's the case, I want his son, because his son is more light-skinned and younger. So it's like, I want his son. Oh, uh, okay, you want Shea Jackson. <laughs> I want like, a Shea Jackson, yeah. Yeah, like, Jackson Jr. be. I mean, I, I give him that. <laughs> like, I give him that. But, yeah, but at the same Book, time, no, I, I don't think they should. No, that's not a good No, nah, that's not a good look. But yeah, Jungle Book is awesome. But Jungle Book is great. Jungle and then Book what was great. it before that? Zootopia. Dude, Marvel. I mean, Zootopia is still beating Batman <laughs> Disney has already surpassed a billion, dude, and it's only May. They've already easily surpassed, surpassed a, a billion. billion. Well, they surpassed a billion, like, way before now. Was, no, I'm talking about this year. Yeah. What do you mean? They way past a billion. Has the Zootopia do over a billion? Zootopia is like. I Let me look at Zootopia. Let's pull up. Pardon our dust. We're gonna do some some stuff here. You know, uh, we ain't like other. Because you gotta remember, also, I mean, they got Force Awakens <laughs> DVD, all that. That's stuff true. True that. Yeah. True that. I was talking just like, just like movie sales. Just box office. Box office. Yeah. They're right under a million. They're gonna got. Yeah, I mean they have it's to beat that. It's a nine hundred and seven. Oh wait, no, that's gross. Hold on, I didn't, that's probably not oh, even that's worldwide. Gross. Yeah, that's not even worldwide. That's probably just domestic. Go to that gross. box office mojo. Yeah. yeah. Okay, no, that's right. That's okay, right. Okay, so nine hundred nine hundred sixty million roughly. It'll probably surpass a billion before it comes on DVD. Yeah. And that it, came out March fourth. So it's only been like two months. Yeah, it's Jungle Book's Disney too, right? Jungle Book's Disney too. Okay, let's let's, let's hit Jungle Book real quick. Let's hit Jungle. Damn. Damn Disney. That's what I'm saying. That's the real MVP. Let's talk about it. I mean, shit. Let's talk about it. Like, that's the real MVP right now. Yeah, they're, I mean, they're killing it. 700. (laughs) God damn. (laughs) Yep, yep. I mean, there's there's really nothing else to see. Because, like I said, I mean, I knew they had to hit that by this point. But, these motherfuckers are probably right now, I bet you every single Disney exec has their own Scrooge McDuck vault where they Bruh. just just dive into that motherfucker daily and just Bruh. swim around. They spitting up coins like Scrooge and everything. We still have Doctor Strange and Rogue One dropping. Still, yeah. Nigga, it's a wrap. And we ain't even we ain't even talking about what you said. We're just talking about something. We didn't count comics, toys, collectibles. This is just box office. This is just box office. This I mean, this is just box office. Marvel. 
And you've got some of the highest sales Marvel seen in a long time. Disney, in the man. books. Holler at you, boy. Give me a job. Yeah, for let real. me make a good, like, two, three hundred thousand. What's that to you guys? Let me, let me make point oh 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 three percent of what your <laughs> revenue is for the year. And I, I will retire I'm off that after you. Like, God damn, son. Yeah. Like, dude, it's only May, and these niggas, Disney, are dropping the nigga Finding Dory's coming out this Oh, God. Oh, yeah, that's going to do a bill by itself. It's Holy a shit. wrap. It's a wrap. It's over. Disney is a... Jesus fucking Christ. And, Alice and the new Alice, Alice movie is dropping yeah. this year? God damn, son. Like, this shit is not fair, bruh. Yeah. They still got other shit coming out. They got other movies. Some Pete's Dragon, Light Between the Oceans, King Conway. Oh, the BFG's dropping this year. But the ones that we named are the big ones. They they even had another The Finest Hour or some movie. They already... Oh, that's that one movie with Chris Chris Pine. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they've already made all their money for the rest of their year. If Disney didn't drop another movie for the rest of this year, they'd be good. Yeah. Like, dude, we've made like three, four billion. We're good. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, that movie didn't make shit. Finest Hours didn't make shit. But that's what I'm saying. But that's what's great hey, that's about this. Fifty-two million dollars ain't shit. That's what's funny. But <laughs> what's great is that Disney can afford to do shit like this. Yeah. They can do a little piece of shit stuff. As long as they make their money back, they ain't really tripping. Right. It got like, higher reviews than Batman vs Superman. Of course right? it did. <laughs> <laughs> but like that, yeah, like that's what is. It's almost not fair because it's like Disney can afford to do little bullshit things like that, so they can get awards and stuff, and say, "Oh, isn't that cool that they're doing stuff like this? Like, isn't it cool that they did a movie about this?" They're like, "Yeah, yeah, whatever." But we got this Jungle Book about to drop though. <laughs> Dude, and Jungle Book was hella good. Yeah, I heard Jungle it was. Book was yeah, hella I'm good. I'm gonna holler at you after the yeah, show about yeah, that. Yeah. But um, it was damn good. Yeah, man. But um, happy Mother's Day, by the way. Happy Mother's Day. Um, you know, call your mama. Yep, call your mama. And if you got a baby mama, she a mother too. So you know, do be nice to her just today. Yeah, be (laughs) nice to her. Get her some flowers, a car, maybe a gift. You know, I mean, shit. You made her baby mama. Yeah, fucked up. Yeah, (laughs) pay for that shit. (laughs) Happy. (laughs) Trust me. Take it for someone who was raised by one. Make her happy, dog. Don't don't dog her, cause she gonna make your your seed hate you. <laughs> you don't want your seed to grow up and hate you. Yeah. My dad got twenty kids, and I don't think any of them called him except for me. <laughs> Damn, my man said twenty kids. Oh, y'all know about that? Oh, your dad was yeah. just having fun. Oh, my dad been stroking. It was he on Mari? Huh? Is <laughs> he on Mari at some point? <laughs> yeah, to make it on Mari. At least people score. Fuck. I got twenty brothers and sisters that I know of. <laughs> Damn, he said. My dad doesn't want to. Oh, your dad, Will, Will Chamberlain? Maybe. <laughs> like, in all honesty, we don't know. Like, we, even he doesn't know. Even he's like, I don't know. Damn. Why you think I'm Damn. so crazy? Like, dude, I, did, I had a dad who, like, I be trying to get, like, love from him, and he's like, nigga, I got 19 other kids. <laughs> Shit. I am 33 years old. I have a five year old little brother. <laughs> Damn, you want to talk about bro. family problems? Let's talk. I take my little brother out. People ask me how old my son. <laughs> Damn. I'm like, that's uh, my little brother. I can't even. I can't even speak to that. I was, on, I was the only nigga in my house when I grew up, man. 
I was the only oh, one. I go man. over there. I family shit. I'm the only one claiming all that. Man, my dad. Shit. My dad gets it in in more ways than one. And so it's like, oh shit, is your dad superhuman? Is he like the Wolverine? He might Calentino be. Calentino got a good point. He might be like the Wolverine. Amen. Yeah. Might be why I'm in love with Marvel. I'm a Marvel boy, I guess. Oh, it makes sense. Shit. So it's Damn. like. Think about it. He got like he got a back. He got a basketball team, a bench. <laughs> I'm telling you, I don't want to that. He got a football team. He got an offense and a defense. I, I said, Dad, you fucked up, dude. You could have paid for your retirement, dude. Or you would have just got us all in the sports and shit. Like, like I'm trying to get my little brother to play some fucking boxing. My little brother like to steal on people. I'm like, man, put that little nigga in the ring. I didn't watch Creed too many times. Put him in the ring. Let him go ahead and punch little niggas in the face. Learn discipline through beating people. Hey man, you know what? He's too young to be just beating niggas' asses like that. I'm like, use that to your advantage. That ain't going away. Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you one thing, man. I damn sure ain't gonna have shit. I waited out 33 to have a kid. Man. <laughs> I damn sure ain't up 20. Man, I'm Fuck, telling you, that ain't even kids. That's a motherfucking village. I'm like, dad, you an asshole, man. Like, yeah. you in your 60s? How you having children? When they 20, you think you gonna be 80, nigga? Like, what's your- <laughs> you said my man You can have his own reality TV show too. I'm James that I know of. That I know of. One of them hit me up on Facebook. Yeah. Up. Nigga, who are you? <laughs> I'm like, the fuck are you talking about? We got the same daddy. I'm like, yo, dad, who's Kane? Who's <laughs> Kane? Kane Pruitt. And then my dad was like, oh, uh. <laughs> this nigga raps. He's garbage, and I don't care. Like, dude, you suck at rapping, dude. Stop sending me your mixtape. I don't care that we're related. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, he said, he said I got so much family nigga sent me mixtapes. This nigga sent me his mixtape. This nigga rap name is The Boss. And, uh, and it's God damn it. Damn, my man oh. said The Boss. He said, you know what? It's, it's kind of I mean, technically, I might have a sister. Dad says no, but, you know, whatever. Uh, it's, it's good to be an only fucking child. Shit, I didn't have to worry about none of that. Shit. I can imagine sharing toys with 20 other niggas. I can <laughs> tell you an only child, you all my asshole ass nigga. This guy right here. Yeah, yeah, I can tell you an only child. When I was dealing with my friends, I went home, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you yeah. another nigga. <laughs> shit, I'd be like, man, I'm sick of y'all niggas. I'm going home. <laughs> Fuck you guys. Fuck Screw you guys. Bro. I'm Fuck going home. I had to worry about not finding shit, nigga. You know where it was <laughs> when I left it? <laughs> If I lost shit, it's because I lost it, nigga. <laughs> nigga, that feels character, though. Like, yo, who took my Ninja Turtles, nigga? Who took my shit? You know, I find him in my little sister's room, and she's in there playing with my little Tony. You know that I builds. beat her ass. Super yeah, that builds. I'll tell you, my, math, my man Yoda says this. That builds anger, and anger leads to frustration. <laughs> and frustration is the path to the dark side, nigga. Oh, I'm going to start murdering some niggas and shooting. <laughs> I'm going to have to do that. Do some CrossFit. Hey, shit. My, my fucking fiance got brothers and sisters. I can tell you right now. Of course, you can Spanish. Yeah. <laughs> oh, bunch of niggas. That's the only thing I learned. Spanish people, they got mad relatives. And she always tell, she always tell me all these. She's like, it's great to have a brother and sister, but she always got some fucked up stories. <laughs> you know, I'll be telling her, like, well, there was one time where I was really, really happy, and this other time where I was really, really happy. Oh, there's this other good time where I did some shit, and it went really well because I had to deal with no other motherfuckers. <laughs> I'm telling you, man, it's crazy. Well, I don't mind talking about it. You know, I learned to just talk about it, and, I, and it makes me feel better. Because at first I was like, man, goddamn, this is fucked up shit that I got right now. Yeah. And it's like, but then I talk to people about it, they laugh about it, and they ask me, yo, is that true? I'm like, yes. <laughs> well, I think it's good because you a unique motherfucker. I'm in the world. <laughs> I mean, see, there's like 20 of you out there, and I ain't, know, ain't none of them like you. Let's see, there's the twins. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> nah, G, nah, J, the twins. He got there's a twofer? K. 
Christine. <laughs> there's Katina. Katina's the oldest. Wait, hold up. You got twins, but no Cain, no Abel. Tell me no, Abel. no, but they're 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 girls, and I don't know why they named them not G and not J. Okay. <laughs> but um, it's the stupid name. I call them G and J. Okay. That's me. Okay. Yeah, G and J. And um, there's G, there's J, there's Cain, there's Lisa, there's Tiffany, there's Terrence, there's Katina. There is um, Jonathan. There is um, there's a dude named Mal. I don't know what it, it's like Malcolm or some shit. He told me I think his name is Malcolm. There is Damn. Kiara. There's Kennedy. There's Nautica. There is um, oh shit. There's Keisha, Titus, Warren. Um, there's five more that escaped me, but I know there's at least 20 of us. We out here. There's so many. I already done forgot half the names. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Here, you got more, they got more kids than there's Avengers, nigga. I'm they the one that's trying to, like, keep us together. Like, yo, nigga, what's up? <laughs> like, what's good? That, you know how expensive <laughs> Christmas will be? With oh, hell no, no, no. No, 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 no. We ain't got no, I ain't never seen most of them. <laughs> I ain't never. We just talk on Facebook and that's it. I just say, Hello. <laughs> Holy shit. I thought it was just a whole mother when I searched for you on thing, I was like, damn the motherfucker whole motherfucking Pruitts. I didn't even know them. <laughs> I didn't know y'all motherfuckers were related and we shit. Out Shawnee, that there's that many X-Men. Oh, like shit. X-Men. There's uh, my little brothers. There's Ethan and Micah, the lo- the youngest. What up, Ethan? What up, Micah? I think they watch it. They're like seven oh. and five. And so... Oh. <laughs> I think little like... Micah from Heroes? That's your little brother? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> he ain't like this. <laughs> <laughs> he ain't like Shout out to Micah. Yo, good reference, though, man. Hey, man, I remember it when Heroes was good. <sighs> Heroes was the biggest casualty of the writing strike. Yes, it was. The biggest casualty. Because they just was not able to recover. They weren't. Like, well, because they, they were able to recover. I mean, dude, what they did was like insane. It was like, you guys, I mean, I, don't, I can't even, it's hard to explain how bad it got. They were like, so we basically established the entire universe. And then they were like, all right, so here's what we're going to do. Uh, we're going to do 3,000 pounds of cocaine. <laughs> and instead of writing, uh, we're just going to start shooting. Yeah. Okay? And yeah. Whatever comes up, comes up. Now, like, this motherfucker, he can give, take away. Oh, you know what? They're no longer special people. We can give people powers now. Oh, and this God. dude could take people's powers. And then this dude, we're just going to kill him. And then we're going to bring this girl back. And then we're going to make her different, though. And then I need more cocaine. Nigga. I got it. I got it. How about a carnival? Yeah. <laughs> and, like... These guys are working a carnival and they have powers and oh god damn it! Yeah. I, I warn people, um, don't if you never watch Heroes, don't watch it. And I tell people, you don't why? Because you're gonna watch it, you're gonna love it, and then it's gonna plummet yeah. so hard, and you're gonna be like, what the fuck? I'm trying, I'm trying to save you heartbreak. Yeah, <laughs> I'm I trying mean, to save you heartbreak. It turns, don't even do it. It's worse than like watching Firefly and realizing there's no more of it. Yeah. It's worse than that. Yeah. Where it's like, dude, there's more? No, stop. No, there's Just no stop. Just stop. Well, Just stop watching here. Yeah, we Just did stop a, watching here. We did the movie, <laughs> and the movie was cool and great, but you kind of still want more. Yeah. And just to know more. that it's never going to come back ever again. Just They do the, the comic books, and the comic books does justice, uh, but... But exactly what I said, though. What's that? We wouldn't be able to review such a good movie for that long. Batman vs. Man, we did two and a half hours straight topic, no changes. And because it was that bad, we were able to review every single scene in that shitty ass movie. And this movie was so good that we just gave props to these characters and props to the storyline. 
Thank you, Marvel. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said with Deadpool, it was so good it's hard to talk about. You Other than tell people just go fucking see it. Because it doesn't need an explanation. That's what I meant when I was saying on Twitter. I'm like, this movie is so good you don't want to explain it. You don't want you don't have to defend it. Some things are so good. Like, you don't have to defend Michael Jordan. He's solidified. He's the man. It's the same thing with Oh, Super I thought War. you were gonna say Michael B. Jordan, because I was gonna say Well him yeah. too. But <laughs> I mean he's solidified, but damn, I felt bad for him because like you had a win and you had a serious fucking loss. Remember oh. you did fantastic. Oh well, I didn't X that movie out of my brain. <laughs> yeah, see, it's so bad you forgot about it. Uh, but um, yeah, like it's like no, but Michael Jordan. Like people like Michael Jordan, he's already solidified. Yeah. Like people like Jay Z, they're already solidified. You don't need to defend them. Like whatever they do from yeah, here on out, you could defend Jay Z because people still say he's one of the greatest rappers ever. And I'm like, he's a great producer, but to he ain't me, that great of a rapper. Jay Z doesn't need to rap ever again. Like, and he if shouldn't. he puts out any other album, it's like, and why? he shouldn't. Why, nigga? <laughs> you, and he shouldn't, because he's not as great of a rapper as he is a producer. Yeah, it's, it's like, you don't one. need to. Like, ever again. Drop a verse every now and then, cool. Albums? Nah, bro. Stay off the albums. But anyways, but that's what it is with Civil War. It's like, it's so good, it's solidified. Like, yeah. you don't need to explain this. That's already done. Good game. <laughs> no, like seriously, and the, the you, opening scene of this movie beats like so many movies out of the gate. The scene where they're in the room after they officially announce what the thing is, what what you what's know, going on? Yeah. What's going on? Their dialogue right there was better than the whole Batman vs Superman. You understand both sides, and I felt bad for Black Widow because. Black Widow, you could tell she was conflicted. Because Black Widow wants, uh, likes Captain America. I see you're already struggling trying to not tell the movie. I'm not telling the movie. Because you already know she's with Tony Stark. Yeah, you You already know she's with Tony Stark. But throughout the movie, you could tell she felt bad for being with Tony Stark's side. Yeah. Like, they even show that in the trailers. Like, it's already evident. Like, she, you could tell. She doesn't, but that's a good thing about her character because when the smoke clears, she's a government agent. So she's like, I gotta go with what the government says. She's been trained this way. Like, whatever the government says, I go. And that's what makes Captain America such a great character because, yeah, he's a government character too, but he's the one to be like, nah, I don't agree with that. <laughs> nah, I'm not feeling that right there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, it's... And I love what Falcon so... says to him. He says it in the trailer too. Because even Captain America tells him, dude, if you don't want to be on my side, I understand that. Yeah. And, and Falcon says the greatest line, one of my favorite lines from him. He said, the people that shoot at you usually shoot at me too. <laughs> so, if that's where you're going, I'm with you. Yeah. <laughs> very true. It's very, very true. Very true. That's, uh, yeah. That's, that's, uh, that's about it. That's, that's the show, man. Um. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in. We will have this uploaded uh, on SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, and YouTube uh, no later than tomorrow. YouTube one ends up showing up sometime during the night, sometimes another time after we upload it. So, technology and shit. Technology. Um, but Shout out to people who support us, man. Like, yeah, thank you for supporting. We're going to keep bringing these to you um, as long as we can. And hopefully, you know, more and more people tune in. And, you know, like I said, if you can't catch it live, because I know we're competing with Game of Thrones and shit like that, which is rough. Man, just record but, that um, shit, nigga. You know, uh, <laughs> but if corny. you can't tune in live, like we said, 
Watch us, listen to us during the week. We have the video, we have the audio. It is readily available. You can go back even now and catch our Batman vs Superman review on YouTube, www.supersoupshow.com. We'll direct you there. Yes. The SoundCloud. Check us out at Twitter because we repost all the links throughout the week. And um, I would like to thank my again. good man, um, Phony Toast. He's been really uh, handling the the technology side of it. Um, I don't know that shit. Oh, I'm just a mouth. He just has glasses for no reason. <laughs> I only have it for he a month. He has glasses and he's a rapper. I, I haven't even it. had it for a month. I only <laughs> had it for a month. I, I, you know what's crazy? Because I've only had it for a month and I'm thinking like, damn, man, how did I go so long without him? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> probably watch the superhero movies like, Captain America is white? What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> like, yo, this is a star on Cap Shield, yo. I know that shit. <laughs> but I thought it was just great. Like, in the, <laughs> like the first of all. But I know for real because, you know, we're we're a team. And, you know, a teamwork makes the dream work. So, it's like, yes, you know, it's a and beautiful thing. Like I said, I mean, we kind of covered it before. But, I mean, this whole thing technically started over a decade ago mm. in a comic shop mm. with two fans who just started talking comics one day yeah and even to this day i still like i just got some invincible trades a book he recommended to me yep. when it first came out and yep. i still have issue one yep and i collect it to this day yep you know and yep. i mean it's this was it's destiny motherfucker. it was destiny you know sometimes <laughs> the stars just align you know what i'm saying it so out. it's just it worked out and it happens you take advantage of it yep and so. it just so happened we found out we live in the same apartment complex that was just fucking weird. Like, we ran into each other and just like, yo, where you live? And we can tell each other, like, wait, we live in the same apartment. Yeah, wait, we're in the same city? Wait, like, we're on the same street? Like, this just, wait, what's the same apartment complex? Shut up, shut up, I'm a shit, motherfucker. <laughs> wait a minute, you have the same superhero outfit, motherfucker? <laughs> you run around calling yourself Comic God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yes, um, sir. But, uh, yeah, we said thanks for tuning in. Uh, this was a special episode. I don't even want to call it episode 19 yet. Uh, where's my super suit? Our Civil War review. No spoilers. Yes. Uh, tune in next week when we're going to do a whole lot of catching up on book reviews because we did have a whole lot of shit coming out today. Yeah. Um, automatic special shout out because you need to go get it before they sell out uh, to the new Punisher book. Check that shit out. I heard it's good. Oh, it's flames. It is. I loved it. And remember, folks, when life gets you down... Just find your super suit. You know what I'm saying? And tune in every week. Do that. I'll let your boy. Peace out. Yeah.